listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. It's a P-L-A-Y. I'm just here to say hi. Asking you, may I tell you about the day I picked up the microphone, the pen and pad, and the legend of the tramp begins. The party hosts with the most, giving you a dope see. They the instructions, so listen closely to lines form and make a step to them. Those at the back door, girls by the bedroom. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Monday? Yes, today is On Monday. a Monday. Yay. Everybody's favorite day of the week. Uh-huh. Turning up on a Monday. Yeah. Everybody loves how we, you know, you get everything started on a Monday. You get off to a fresh, fresh new start, right? True. You got a whole, whole week of work to look forward to? No. No? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, we got some, uh, very, <laughs> we got some very special Monday guests that I hope will make you feel excited about Monday. Um, and it's the, the crew from Medium Popcorn, best, uh, intro song in oh, all of podcasting wow. for, for, for my, for my money. Uh, but thank it's, you. Yeah, no doubt, man. It's, uh, our man Brandon Collins. What's going on, Brandon? What's up, everybody? It's been a long time. Happy to be back, man. Hey, glad you can make it, dog. And then, uh, of course, we have my man Justin J. Brown. What up, J. Brown? Did it on Twitter. Living the dream, y'all. Living the dream. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Good. So I'm happy to be back. Oh, I know a lot of people is happy. We asked our fans on like Facebook and Twitter. We was like, what are some of y'all favorite guests that y'all want us to bring back uh, this year? And you guys continually popped on the list. Oh, all right. Yeah, oh, look at that. People, people like us. People big <laughs> big fans of you guys. Yes, the people like you. So I know some people are very excited to hear y'all today. Um and you know, it's kind of a fitting time to be on the show. Uh we just had the Golden Globes. Yes. Last night. Sure. Uh did you guys watch the Golden Globes at all? I did because uh you know, I had nothing to do except drink some wine, so I stopped <laughs> What about you? No, no. I was I was uh, prepping for an audition last night, so I didn't get a chance to see it. But I heard some of the backlash, some of the things that happened. So you were trying to to work so that one day you could be on that stage accepting that award and shouting You're out, damn right. <laughs> <laughs> getting too drunk and shouting out people. Uh, yeah, I can't. Yep. I, I, I thought to myself like while they were doing the acceptance speeches, uh, why hasn't anybody ever given like a real petty acceptance speech like? And I like to thank my wife who's cheating on me and I want a divorce. Thank you. <laughs> Golden Globes, you know what I mean? But that's a perfect moment to just say some, some petty shit like that, but nobody's ever done it. On national television, break it all down. Yeah, you can't take it well, back. Uh, Rod, you're gonna get your get you're gonna get your uh, wish on January twentieth when the Trump gets in there, he gonna start reading everybody on his inauguration <laughs> speech. <laughs> that's how that's gonna be. Yeah, it probably <laughs> is. Hillary for losing. I want to thank the blacks for not voting. I want to thank the Mexicans because y'all ain't going to be here no more. It's going to be the first time a president has ever got on stage and said the word haters uh, in a speech. And you know what? I, I want to thank the haters because they made my people even stronger, even better, <laughs> more like Trump, which is quality. That's how he sounds. And he may do it because the dude that's been making the announcements and stuff for like 
years 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 he got rid of him and he hired the dude that does the let's get ready to rumble so we might actually get to speech y'all oh really he got yeah. michael buffer in there you got michael buffer to come and do it yeah you know are you getting this from facebook fake news because i don't i feel like we need to verify the fake <laughs> okay the, mike verify cause yeah that, 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 that sounds like some that's what the internet told me usnews.net <laughs> type type shit uh they was like he got rid of that dude <laughs> yeah um yeah this don't i don't see nothing in the news about michael buffer doing this oh, okay. shit uh, <laughs> internet lied to me then yeah i'm glad we fact checked that <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna have to get the fox fact checkers on you karen it's a on, lot man. of a lot of emails we was about to get <laughs> Go on, karen don't know what the hell she's talking about right, y'all spreading fake news um michael buffer will actually reach out to you guys how dare you guys <laughs> <laughs> right i'm suing you know he litigious too uh-uh i don't want none you don't want none no, don't no. Want no problems uh but yeah y'all should be listening to medium popcorn anyway yes. um you know it's a podcast for people that love movies and um especially if you like our spinoff show spoiled movie reviews because mm-hmm. they also spoil movies over there so you can go out there and yeah they give you like the the, <laughs> the blow by blow at the the zaniest scenes yeah. and all that stuff and um it's fun, man, but sometimes it could be painful like i don't know if y'all heard a collateral beauty episode but that thing <laughs> I to, that was the first time in a long time i wanted to hurt myself during a movie <laughs> i physically so wanted bad. to hurt myself yeah has officially fallen off that was uh yeah that re- <laughs> that review uh was it sounded painful you know like but but it's still but see that's the thing if i haven't seen it then i get to enjoy the pain that you guys experience having seen it and then if i have seen it i can finally share the pain like oh <laughs> somebody else had to go through this bullshit i hope they go through the movie like i did you know yeah and sometimes like the thing i love about the the show is that we can go like new movies and we could do old movies like we did good burger yeah and as you all probably heard justin hated that movie but i that's one of my favorite movies yeah that, that is by far uh two minute tirade about how much he hates me how much he hates ed from good burger how much he hates ed sauce yeah that is by far uh the funniest review y'all have had uh, in my opinion i like i've listened to that and i was just like uh tears coming down the side of my face just laughing so hard because uh i've seen good burger and i also i remember leaving the theater and being like well that was trash and uh hearing brandon's like glee of like we're reliving good burger and, and justin's just pure torture of like why the fuck did you do this to me it's some of the best podcasting of 2016 period anywhere well it, when it really comes down to it i respect brandon a little less because of good burger right i'll just come out and say it i don't, I don't respect him, his movie taste so respect him as a man a little bit mm-hmm. i mean i just i'm sorry brandon <laughs> it demeans you, it you know you're in my house right <laughs> that's okay <laughs> it's like it, it, in my house right now disrespecting me yeah it definitely uh demeans him a bit in my in my eyes too <laughs> like you know there's a there's a lot of stuff that you know brandon said and done over the years that that we've been following brandon but uh <laughs> I, I would say i would say that his love of good burger was by far the worst thing he's ever done uh <laughs> that, that was at the top of the list it's at the top of the list like i there's a lot of shit but nah that's it that was it right there dog i'll put that ahead of the like i thought the ghostbusters episode was bad when they had a uh, uh, dude that didn't even see the movie <laughs> but, but, but that good burger was worse i was like brandon what are you doing no stop doing this it's like he had this brother <laughs> you know what 
Since since you asked about that ride, you know that was the one that was probably the most ill advised episode we've done, <laughs> the Lady Ghostbusters episode, because that happened to be the episode we got a lot of press on, like a lot, like we were in Huffington Post that week. Oh, and, then, and we had a dude who didn't even see the movie, and as y'all know, he was like going in on women, how they're yeah. not funny, and was talking <laughs> in mouth about how this shit destroyed his childhood. I'm like, I'm like, dude, you gotta calm down. Like, it was like, to... it was like everything that uh, Jezebel writes about uh, on their site <laughs> happening at the same time. I was just like, it was an example that like, this is why we write our articles. Right. I was oh, like, Jezebel was Ray's uh, middle name. It's Ray Jezebel Goose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, it was so, good. yeah, Wait, it was, uh, it was so, so funny. We've been actually having a conversation just in the last. Actually, we just even had this before we got on. Well, yeah, we were recording the newest episode. We're, we're uh, thinking about possibly taking that episode down. Wow, uh, that's uh, a well, big step. The reason is because after the Ronda Rousey fight, mm. um, you know, our guest posted a bunch of things where I was just like, "Dude." Uh, I don't know if you can stand next to the dude anymore. It's just like, I think we may need to cut ties all together. Oh, <laughs> no. That's not good. Um, you know, I don't, I don't even, I'm not even gonna go ahead and repeat, you know. No, no, repeat. Saying. We, I do want to know. I, the whole audience is like, now they like, what, well, what do you say? I, 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 I actually screenshot some yeah, of it. Yeah, you sent said. It to oh, that's when you, that's when you know it's bad. When you take that screenshot, you like, this, this motherfucker gonna delete this. I got to get, this is the evidence. Cause I gotta show people without spreading it. You know what I mean? I gotta show somebody without retweeting it. Cause I'm, <laughs> I can't this shit. Yeah, Justin's like, I can't, I gotta, I try to get an agent and shit. You can't be fucking up my money. Yeah, I do feel like after the, the nigger navy, uh, hashtag, I can't, I can't ever uh, host the Daily Show. You know what I mean? Cause, nah, like, I don't think you can. They definitely gonna find them tweets and be like, "Sir, you're racist against your own people." <laughs> I don't know why you thought you could get this job. Okay, so this is one of the this is one of his tweets. Ronda Rousey is a shining example that if a woman works hard and strives to be the best in her field, she can still walk into a fist repeatedly as if it's uh, 1887 and she forgot to make her husband's dinner. Oh. <laughs> oh, ouch. That's yeah. oh. not, not good. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think he, he wonders why he's a virgin. That's the problem. Maybe. That, is that what it is? He just hadn't. The boys of business school out in the street. Nobody like in this chat gonna fuck him after that? Come right, on. Right, yeah. <laughs> Ladies, are y'all interested? <laughs> yeah. All the vagina just dried up simultaneously. So, how did he get on the one episode that was about the women's movie? Like that. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, did he just kick in the door and say, somebody talking about women? Like, sit on y'all. <laughs> Hold on. Here's another one. Here's the other one that he wrote. Before we get to that, it goes, between this settlement, I guess, uh, I don't know if you guys know about the UCB settlement. Uh, yeah. That comic. Yeah, there's a rumor. So if you guys have been keeping along with the New York comedy scene, there's a comic that was accused of uh, raping several women through the UCB um, school here in New York City. The mm. rumor is that he settled because of defamation of character, and he won. Mm, okay. um, he used to be settled with them because he was going to win that suit, and he got a huge figure. So that's the rumor, though. That's been confirmed. Okay. So it goes, between this settlement and Ronda Rousey utterly failing miserably at her comeback, it's a great day for men who hate women. Oh. Exclamation mark. Oh, okay. All right. So, like, he just blatantly said that. <laughs> 
I just happened to I just happened to be on Facebook at this time, and all of a sudden, all this hate speech is just scrolling down. This like, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> oh, is he a Brandon? member of the MRA? <laughs> yeah, he might he might be a yeah, man he's, a man's he's right. Card carrying member of the MRA. Yeah, he might be a man's <laughs> right advocate, man. That that's that's some real shit. I I don't know how it's funny though because it's like after that, then does he like shoot out a link? Like, and don't forget, I was on Medium Popcorn. <laughs> you know Come tag let me tag brandy if you're really, bad about them women if you like these if you like these statements you really need to hear what i thought about a movie i didn't see starring women because i hated that shit i hated the whole idea wow well, like yeah that was uh i should just have jay on who like we know all hates all women he saw so the movie and seen the movie right yeah <laughs> like jl's misogyny is a little more tolerable it's funnier he will do the research to to make his points yeah um and he'll sometimes he'll give women credit so that he can knock other women down i mean he's he's a seasoned misogynist he's not just one of these rookies okay he's an equal opportunity yeah. misogynist you won't catch him on twitter saying no stupid shit that you got to take your podcast down <laughs> that dude this, this is some pop warner shit right here right some yeah right here i'm more disgusted at the amateurism of those takes be professional if right. you're going to be misogynist right jl covan still talking bad about ghostbusters and and <laughs> it's almost a year later he don't even care um so, <laughs> yeah we've been having a conversation like should we actually take that down and just separate ourselves completely from because you know the podcast still gets a lot of downloads yeah, that, yeah. I think the whole enough. our whole catalog is gets like a lot of downloads but like right. you know obviously like I feel, and I'm just telling Justin this, I feel like if you listen to that episode, but you listen to anything before and after, mm. you're like, oh, that was just a bad, that was that one bad episode. Like, here's, a, here's what I'll say. Know, just had a bad guess and shit. Here's what I would say, man. Um, and not that y'all are asking our advice, but I wouldn't take it down. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, because uh, we've had guests and we've had people on the show over the years where it's been like you look back and it's almost embarrassing you know where yes. you're like man I, I thought that dude was cool and turns out that motherfucker's a piece of shit you know what uh, i mean we had one episode where it sounded like the girl was getting kidnapped yeah we've had yeah sound quality oh, issues what? and stuff um Wait, someone came on your show and was like have y'all ever been kidnapped no she uh <laughs> no, no it was our girl it was our girl <laughs> twiggy what's happening she was uh what kind of girls y'all had on she <laughs> was <laughs> Uh, it was, uh, it was, uh, the daughter from Liam Neeson. She was on our show. Yeah. And, uh, but now nah, in the middle of the show, like, she was, like, doing something else mm-hmm. and, like, got in the car and drove somewhere. Yeah, you, you heard the, the door, you heard the door ding and she opened that door and was like, ding, ding. Right, ding. right. We had an episode where someone caught the subway in the middle of the fucking, yes. we were doing an NBA basketball preview. This is, this is all rookie mistakes, right? It's just like, oh you want to be on the show cool you cool they're like yeah i want to be on the show and i'm thinking well you're gonna treat it with the same reverence and professional shit that i would you know like that's a that's a bare minimum is you know be somewhere where it's not making a lot of noise and you can sit in one place and she was like i gotta catch the subway in the middle of our show and it's like well yeah that's that's my fault really that's how i always look at stuff like that is like it's really my fault because i didn't do my due diligence up front to make sure this was a guest that would respect the show and the other part of it is within the next show or two we're making jokes about it we're addressing it we're yeah. you know so i leave it up because people can have reference you know and i you know i feel like uh like i said we've had some low moments for the show where i'm like man i really regret giving that person even a platform because right you know whatever uh but the number one thing i normally regret isn't even someone's point of view Mm -hmm. it's really the like 
if well, there's a certain level of respect people should have for your show right. when you bring them on yep. and you know no offense to that dude but not seeing the movie is a pretty basic that's, you know yeah, what i mean that's, that's <laughs> the foundation after, after yeah i brought him on like because you know he's a huge fanboy about a lot of things right and so i'm posting about ghostbusters we talked about i had done this ghostbusters event where like i got ethical cooler and shit and we were talking a lot about ghostbusters so right. i just assumed being right. a ghostbuster fan you exactly see this movie regardless of if you you're iffy on the concept or not yeah it's more like within five minutes i'm like oh shit yeah it's more like an embarrassing like for me i don't i don't know how you guys are but i always like like say if uh i called justin james in the middle of this show i would think about that moment forever i'd be like fucking i called him james man his name is justin i fucking listen to the show i know his goddamn name i sing the song you know shit like that but like i I would obsess over that so i kind of do that you know with the podcast sometimes where i'm like fuck i made that mistake or we had this guest on and i I fucking hate that episode i wish i could take it down but um i really do think it's for the best like to lead that shit up because it also shows like what i over over the years what i think a podcast really is is watching people grow grow and change and it's really just archiving your life and your point of view and all kinds of shit so you know seven years ago when we started this shit there's things that i didn't think that by the way oh thank you yeah i didn't even realize it had been that it don't feel like it's been that long but there were things i thought then that i didn't think now and there's things that you know i thought were silly then that now i'm like oh yeah okay i can see that point of view or whatever so yeah i would say leave it up man because it's just part of the process and that's really what fans want to see is like the process really you know and who knows y'all might decide to actually redo it with a different guest yeah like y'all could always bring jl on and he would happily talk bad about those women he would happily (laughs) do it yeah we're gonna have jl on for the oscar episode hopefully with chris lambert that's the plan oh yeah that's good i have plenty to say about yeah yeah i had to uh <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We guess maybe get some impressions out of him. I don't know, you know. Um, but yeah, so that's 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 how I feel about it, though. Um, yeah. Karen, what about you? I think you should keep it up too, um, because it's also one of the things where you can actually go back and laugh at it. Yeah, you know, yeah. even True. though it's one of those things where you like shit, but you go, you know what, that motherfucker was funny though. Yeah, the worst was somebody hit me up was like you told me these guys had a great show i was like they do what are you talking about and i was like i had i wouldn't listen to the episode i was like okay i see what you're saying yeah i see what you're saying like go like skip around skip around a little bit you know what i'm saying it's cool bounce around yeah you come on a bad day come a bad day right we came back with good shit though we had the halloween series which was nuts oh god terrible by the way uh because darren patterson listens to this Fuck you, Darren, for making us watch <laughs> Leprechaun. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that was terrible. Sleepy-ass movie. This, lep- this Irish midget getting beat up the whole movie. It's yeah, weird. Brandon's afraid to go out of the house because he thinks that people are going to dress him up as a leprechaun and beat him up. Right. He's that small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and plus there's always like... Um, plus the other thing is there's always like that um, um, added element of like maybe you don't like that episode but you stick with it and it can't be no worse than that so like any other show y'all do if y'all just happen to go on a tangent about like i don't know um emma stone's titties for 10 minutes it's not as bad as that ghostbusters thing so it's like if you're stuck at me when if you stuck with me through that that. oh go ahead what'd you say brandy i said what titties i saw la la land what you talking about oh yeah she was uh 
I mean, you know what? Beautiful gowns. I don't judge. Yeah, beautiful gowns. Beautiful, beautiful gowns. gowns. Yeah. I, I love her. Like she's got like a natural, like pale white girl face. It's very pretty. Right. I like it. Right. I, pale I mean, white I, girl face. But I, she got. She's skinny. Yeah, she's she's, like a she's a very she's a very petite lady. But yeah, my point being, you know, if they go on a tangent about something else, it's kind of like it can't be as bad as Ghostbusters. So maybe yeah. maybe it's a good thing. You yeah, know, it really is. Anytime somebody writes in to complain, you can be like, "Can't be bad as Ghostbusters." They're like, "Oh, that's a good point." Yeah, good <laughs> Did you point. listen to the Ghostbuster episode? Yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> check that one out. Then go, right. go back and complain. <laughs> you ain't met us at our lowest, right? But um, we was talking about the award show. This is my first award show that I've actually watched in a long time because I tapped out oh, all okay. the award shows because I was like, "Fuck it, well, I'm I not watching." I actually have more to talk about with the award show. Let me finish introducing the show. And we'll get right into that. Okay, is that cool. Mm-hmm. All right, so like I said, Medium Popcorn on all the places you find podcasts. Go yes. check them out. Leave them five star reviews. They read their reviews on the show. Um, yes, write write do. them emails. Uh, write them suggestions for horrible movies you want them to watch because yes. they'll actually go out and watch them. Not unlike me, you <laughs> you recommend some horrible shit. Your ass is toast on these streets. Um, but you can also check us out. The Blackout Tips five star reviews. We read them. Uh, as long as they're nice the official mm-hmm. weapon of the show is the taser the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and uh yeah no sponsors today yeah no sponsors today we can get right into the straight up uh dope which is the golden globes for last night um now i'm not gonna give it a blow by blow of the golden globes because i here's the thing unlike the black award shows which i watch every moment live tweet make jokes mm-hmm. this was more of a like passive watching for me like yeah it was i had like, it on in the background mm-hmm. and when i heard certain names it caught my attention yeah i, I mean but essentially man i'm just watching this shit like how people watch the table in vegas or whatever well i'm just oh, yeah i'm in the background i'm just rooting for my cards which is like the black cards i just want the black people to win in everything mm-hmm. and if they don't then i just be like well fuck that category so yep. you know i can't even front like and i've seen a lot of shit this year as opposed to other years but yeah i you know I, i'm not gonna lie guys i was rooting for the black people and i thought black people had a pretty good night um they, they, did, did. they did shout out to atlanta man shout out to fx for giving atlanta a platform yeah. i mean mm-hmm. that show like that show is incredible man i i just you know i hope they they don't let the pressure get to them like you know like for season two i hope they just like get into their own world again you know you just knock on some good shit man brandon you do that a lot man you worry about the future of things that are good a lot Living like the now baby Living yeah i know i noticed that on the show like it'll be like oh yeah guardians of the galaxy was so great i loved it It was the best marvel movie i've ever seen man that sequel i just hope they don't fuck up the sequel man you know they're gonna fuck it up like like i'm, I'm like you know, damn I got this my grandfather man my grandfather like when i was growing up he used to be like yeah things are good now but wait until a few years down the road. I'm like, what? That's where my anxiety comes from. You always gotta have something in the on the back burner because you know hard days are coming, boy. Coming. That is some old Negro shit to say. That is just Papa. How you know about that? I feel like I feel like uh, Randy just got a cupboard of like bean canned beans. Uh, <laughs> starch when times get low you can just eat the box of starch you know just, just sitting somewhere in his pantry like just in case just in case the depression come back you know, i've been working last forever yeah <laughs> I'm you, i've been working five jobs the past like month and a half man not because i need to but because i need to just make sure i have some money 
dash away when this shit pops off. You know what I mean? So is it? So I'm ready for you. Is it almost some type of like? I don't know. Like, do you get some sort of fulfillment when they do fuck up? Where you like, I knew it. I was prepared for Transformers (laughs) Two to be terrible, and it was. I'm not gonna lie, but Batman v Superman ended up being as shitty as I, we predicted a year before it came out. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I feel good. <laughs> you felt vindicated as a fucking conspiracy theorist. This nigga was Lex Luthor of that movie. He was, he really was rooting against everything. Uh, I just wonder about it. it's just because I think I think it's just a different you know approach. You know what I mean? We all yeah. have our our different approaches to like protect ourselves. Yeah, you know, um, like I can be pessimistic on certain franchises, but I'm I'm more the opposite. Where like you have to beat it out of me. You know what I mean? Where I'll be like, Nah, man, the next Superman could be good if you think about it. You know what I'm saying? They got everything out the way. Then when it suck, I'll be like, Fuck! And then after you know like Suicide Squad or whatever, then I'll just be like. They can't, they done did me wrong. Can't nothing be good. <laughs> well, that's why, like, I loved having um those guys from Latino Review on because they have their ears to the ground, the industry, right? Right. So when we had Mario telling us, like, oh, yeah, like, we actually know people at Warner Brothers that have told us this shit about DC Films. I was mm. like, oh, yeah, tell me more. <laughs> tell me about, <laughs> how about this train wreck. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and me and Roderick are, are very, very, I guess we're very different. Um, I'm, I can't say it. I will tap out quicker than he will. Like, mm. I'm like, you ain't got to hit me but once. That's my motto. Right. Um, on a lot of movies. When I'm like, <laughs> oh, like, this is some bullshit. I'm out. And I won't watch a sequel. I won't watch nothing else to it. Like, what is that terrible ass Tom Hanks movie that they keep doing with the Vatican and all that bullshit? Oh, yeah. The Dan Brown stories. Yeah. Oh. Inferno, Da Vinci Code. Yeah. Uh, right. It was, fun- it was funny. Me and Roger both went to the movies to watch the very, very first one. That was the most boring shit I ever seen in my life. Roger kind of liked it. I was like, "This is some bullshit," and I haven't watched one since. I just thought it was—I thought it was okay. Mm-mm. And Karen thought it was terrible, which is fine because Karen really likes everything. Most I of the do. Time, so, so if I say it's bad, y- y'all know it's bad because Roger said you love everything. I do. So if I say it's bad, it's bad. <laughs> but see, I had this part of me where I can—if I know something's gonna be bad, I can flip it in my brain to just enjoy the parts of it i know i'm gonna like so like there's what five transformer movies mm-hmm. right at this there's point right all right at this point what four of them have been not good i would say three to four of them have oh man the first one was good man you got a little right before he went crazy you got megan fox when she was tight that's what oh, God. <laughs> but that that's what I, was, I mean in every movie all the women are tight in his movies i mean michael babe gets right in that crotch he just like him and the dude from bang bros must have the same film degree because that shit i'll be like dude how old is this girl i don't feel comfortable with this r kelly ass video you making she was old enough to sign this that's all that matters transformers 40 had the closest of that girl with no ass i was like this is uncomfortable it was like and it wasn't just like oh here's a close-up of a girl with no ass it was like hey go up on that ladder and reach something so we can put the camera right up your drawers and then and then later on like after like two minutes of the film it's like they introduce her as the daughter of the main character you're like dude what are you doing michael bay (laughs) jesus christ but but he's like hold on let's go back in that scene let's airbrush out her training bra right yeah do you think Uh, excuse me i know her parents are on the set but uh is it okay we just really get get right in on the nipples on your daughter's i know you had to sign this nipple waiver please 
Um, but but help that everybody, every character in that movie except for Mark Wahlberg talked about how they wanted to fuck her, which is really right. It was so bad. Like I'm like, dude, you 45. Right. Your daughter's hot as shit. I'm like, yo, aren't y'all supposed to be fighting Decepticons? Like, yeah, go fight them. What's happening right now, Michael Bay? Well, who wrote the script for this shit? <laughs> the script was written by the same dude that does the pre-interviews for foreign. He was just do the to do the couch. Right. When when you get them? When you get them titties? What's the first time you had sex? Oh, you know what? For that movie, as Brandon would say, she was cream. Cream. <laughs> listen, listen. All right. If anyone's listened to the Peppers episode, right? Okay, that was a huge brain fart. What I meant to say was Eric LaSalle is like a dream because you know he yeah. used to be really dreamy, right? Right. He's a handsome dude. He's cream. And for some reason, I was drinking coffee. And I was thinking about cream, and then cream came out. It was weird. Mm, that's uh, you but know, he just, he just stuck with it. He just stuck with yeah. cream. I'm just like, wait, what? So you went what? down with the ship on that one uh but hey but so all right so my point being anyway at this point i know the movies are bad oh yeah so i can watch them because i'll be like oh i'll just pay attention to the big ass robots fighting that's what i came for anyway yeah, and then when the humans are on i just laugh at how terrible the acting and all the script right i'm just like oh this is fucking shitty yes look how why did he think this would work why did he think any of this would be good oh big robots fighting it's like i'm winning the whole movie now that's true that and the jurassic park like that movie that, right that's stuff that i know that is bad but i still get joy right well but, but if you just make me mad then i'm out i'll if say this jurassic world yes the the second and third jurassic park were terrible like i couldn't yeah, find any park. joy in those but the Ooh, last no. one was great because they fucking made a super intelligent Ill, like everything about the ah! everything about the dinosaur made it a killing machine yes it did and so and you could be- you get to laugh at each scene when they unveil some more shit where they're like well actually it can camouflage. It's like, what? Yeah, yeah. But don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Talk to them Don't worry, guys. We got heat sensors on the cage. Well, actually, we gave it something that made it regulate its heat, and it can now turn this uh, heat down so you can't see it. But don't worry, it, it can't climb. We gave it wings. <laughs> but but don't worry, we made it smarter than man. What? Right, right, yeah. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. We'll trap it on the island, but here's the thing: it's got a driver's license. We gave it a driver's <laughs> license. Like it's just that so. Problem with Jurassic World, man. No one like that Indian dude just didn't interview B.D. Wong long enough. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "What'd you make?" B.D. Wong's like, "You don't want to know." He's like, "You're right. I don't want to know." Right. Yeah. Tell him what the put it is. He was too. He was too busy being charismatic, dog. He ain't had time for that shit. He's like, "You know what? I got helicopters to fly. Peace." And this flew off, man. That is literally one of the, that for me anyway, that was one of the greatest movies two years ago. Cause, mm-hmm. oh my God, I, I don't think I've ever laughed so hard in the theater, man. Cause like other people behind me were like dead fucking serious and intense. Like, oh no, it's got monkey DNA. And I'm like, oh, they put a monkey in it. That's, <laughs> it's going to kill everybody. It's going to kill everybody. What are you I'm thinking, like, white yes, people? Everybody's <laughs> going to die. And I think for me, uh, and maybe because I'm a woman, I laughed when that bitch was running in the motherfucking hill. Oh. I was like, bitch, you can't run from no dinosaur trying to In the jungle. 
I mean, mm-hmm. she was getting it in them heels. I was like, oh, this, this is some bullshit. What kind of tights do you have on? I didn't see a run in them goddamn tights. What, what kind of slip you got on? Something wrong with this picture. She was amazing, dog. She was getting it. Them, them dinosaurs was fucking, remember when, um, remember when the fucking bird dinosaurs got loose and the people oh, yeah. was just oh, chilling yeah. in the food court? Oh, it was so good. I was, All these white people gonna die. They were playing zero games. Right. And it was like no black people on the island, which is a, I got the root just unabashedly for death. Just like, kill them all. Fuck them. Yes. They just rich one percenters. Yes. They don't, they voted for Trump. You know, let them die. I love that movie. And, and I think one yes, of Yes, they deserve to die. And I hope they die. <laughs> yeah, yes. It, that movie made my day because the one with the, um, the dinosaur picked her up, and then that dinosaur got ate by a big ass yeah. whale. I was like, "Well, goddamn, she died twice." Oh, such a great movie. I was all in. I couldn't. It was. It was the only one I got on Twitter that I realized everybody thought it was bad because I was like, ah! I, "Nah, man." Yo, Justin, I saw bad. that. Justin, I saw that together. I think that was our first episode we did together for Medium Popcorn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my favorite part is when like they're all like they used the raptors to hunt the the you know the yes Adonis Rex whatever right, and then they turn around. After they talk to the Dominus Rex and they realize it's a raptor, too. Yes! All the raptors just stare at them. They're like, oh, shit. They just turned on us. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like, the thing was, nobody knew what the fuck it could do until it happened on the screen. So it wasn't like they were prepared. It's like they were like, all right, what we going to do? We're going to use the raptors to hunt it down. We're going to quarter it off. And then we're going to trap it on this part of the island. We're going to kill it. All right, cool. Then they get out there and it's like, er, er. They're like. Oh shit, it's a raptor. Ah. Like, why didn't you, why didn't any scientist tell somebody at this point? Like, scientists should have been like, hey man, look, it's a raptor, it's a human, it, like, this shit, is, ain't right. the secret plan behind all this is that it's actually buying up stock so that it can take ah. over the company. Like, give us all the details ahead of time. Stop telling us one thing at a time. Ah. It's like, here's a heat seeking gun, but it can't. But it, it can't hit the dinosaur because it could change heat. Why didn't you tell me that before you gave me this fucking useless gun? Ah, oh, great On movie. top of that, it's got TSA pre-check. I don't know, yeah. guys. <laughs> <laughs> in early. It's all right. I've been, I checked it and it hacked it. It hacked our accounts, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's leaking DN, it's, it's leaking the DNC documents. <laughs> I know. But <laughs> I have- Yahoo, oh, Lord. <laughs> it's Edward Snowden, guys. The dinosaur is Edward Snowden. <laughs> yeah. Jurassic, Jurassic World 2, the dinosaur just gonna be president. He's oh. <laughs> gonna come back in a world where dinosaurs are president. <laughs> it's gonna talk English. Yo, shout out to Justice from uh, the Get Down. That actor is actually gonna be in Jurassic World too, real quick. Just yes, like, good we'll man. Busy, so we got a brother in Jurassic World too. I hope he don't now. Right, right. Just like Sam, just like Samuel Jackson in, in Jurassic Park. We never got one. confirmation that he actually died. He oh. lost the arm, but we never got right. full confirmation that he you did. You lose an arm out in the jungle, your ass is dead, nigga. Right. <laughs> he, <laughs> they did. It did. It did. What have I done? jungle i know enough about the jungle to know if you lose a damn arm your ass is dead dinosaurs out there they smell that blood homie coming for you you know what's wild is that they didn't even like shut the park down after that accident Mm -hmm. it never came back up no that was a major that would have like at least shut down production at a factory you're not fucking up no money they like no we're just cording cording this off you know put a little rope around here tell people not to go in this section right well i thought i was serious (laughs) then they just kept it up (laughs) yeah just move the park over there move it down the road (laughs) right nobody would see that what about the other dinosaur island what another one let's just have a park there for people to die at um all right 
That was a long rant about Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's a great movie. Um, so uh, they had different awards. Uh, best performance by actress in television series, musical comedy. A girl, Tracy L. Ass Ross, yeah. won that joint. Uh, congratulations, first black woman to win in 44 years. Yep. Oh shit. Yeah, yep. that was Not wild, black, man. That's like that's gonna be my life in 10 years, man. I, I couldn't ask for a better show. Yeah, it's so good. It really is gonna be my life in ten years. Well, you yeah, those money kids. To that, that to be your life, because you know they got good money on that. Show. I'm working five jobs, Justin. Mm-hmm. I'm making it work. You gonna have spending all... it just as quick as you get it. It's gonna have those adorable children. I know, ain't they so adorable? Right. Um, oh, we met the oldest no. uh, daughter. Well, we walked well, by we her. Walked by we her, walked by her. I wouldn't say we met her. No. You know what's we, funny we about the kids when uh, the Blackish first came out? Mike Brown was like, he called me. He's like, yo been watching blackish and junior i understand you fully now because of junior oh really because <laughs> that's such a weird kid and stuff he's like i get it now see black is bringing the black community together one episode at a time man um so yeah she won man i thought that was awesome obviously i was rooting for her yeah, um, beautiful too. oh yeah man when they oh, showed yeah. The shot from the back of the dress, I was like, oh, yeah, God damn. beautiful. L.S., yeah, though. Mm. Oh, God. No, mm-hmm. let's not talk about Janelle. Let's not talk about it was Janelle. Like gravy on. Mm-hmm. Stop, 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 Brandon. Stop, Brandon. It was stop, cream. Stop yourself. <laughs> <laughs> cream biscuits. 100% cream. Um, um, but yeah, Jan- not random shit. That's what I thought we were doing. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. We, uh, we keep it on topic. We keep it on topic. Um, uh best actress in a leading role in a series limited series uh, basically a mini series uh sarah paulson won for her portrayal yeah, as marcia clark she deserved that she played the yeah, hell out of that role yeah, yeah all those people in that series did a good job uh except for uh you know obviously travolta theo and that nigga from friends okay. yeah okay. <laughs> everybody else was like that person from that point on uh, and you really couldn't tell me nothing different. Um, I like how you you uh, <laughs> you refer to David Schwimmer as that nigga from Friends. <laughs> yeah, you know that that's what his name is. That's what it is, David Schwimmer. Ross. That's a, Ross. Except Ross. Everybody yeah. did good except for Ross. Yeah, he was somebody last night was like, no, he was good, Rod. He had he played the innocence of. I was like, he just made him seem stupid to me. Yeah, it just seemed like a dumbass. Oh, come on, Juice. Right. Juice. Oh dear, I found a glove that was bloody and it said a note that said I definitely killed Nicole. Ah! OJ, just tell me the truth. Is there, did you do it? Nah, I didn't do it. Okay, that's enough for me. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, man. I still feel like they made all that up. Um, <clears throat> you know, what's, what's, what's great about this whole thing is OJ has been in jail for how many years now? And OJ has obviously been at the bottom for so long, mm-hmm. yet he's still making people money. Still. He's, People yeah. rich all over this world. Mm-hmm. They just got him. Yep. Forever. He he killed some people and now everybody else making a killer. Yep. Yes, they well. are. Uh, Olivia Coleman. Uh, Olivia Coleman won for the <laughs> night manager. I never seen Didn't that. See it. Didn't don't, watch it either. Don't plan on seeing it. Mm-mm. By the way, some of these series when um whenever they would <laughs> name something and I was like, oh yeah. The one that I don't know anyone who watched, that's the one that's going to win. Like with of some course, of these. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, 
i was like in the night manager i was like they finally made a movie about that time i worked at wendy's i mean <laughs> i guess uh best performance by actors in a tv series or drama claire foy won for the crown which i didn't watch but i know a lot of people uh, my mom said it's pretty good she's into yeah. but she's into that elizabethan shit and all that stuff ah okay i got i got, I got one and a half episodes in i said i'm good yeah it's all i could take she's too skinny for my liking i want mm. my my wife goes with a little more feeling yeah mm. her teeth are too good to be british okay yeah my thing my thing is uh sometimes shit just <laughs> sometimes shit just look too white from the outside looking in and i was like this ain't real white yep, so i'm gonna wait yep sometimes i just tap out I'm like i need like 12 it. people to give it a five out of five before i'm like okay i guess i'll see it you know Mm-mm-mm. and even then i'm still looking like nope that ain't that's still all white milk ain't no chocolate i'm good <laughs> best ain't enough cream for me best performance by an actor in a supporting role in the series limited uh hugh laurie won for the night manager um yeah this one's kind of a cool sterling oh, k brown man come on yeah say that again i'm sorry you got cut off a little sterling bit. k brown he needs all those awards man every single one i don't care that you want an emmy he needs every single like i've never reached out to an actor directly like on twitter or nothing mm-hmm. to be like i appreciate what you did when he did um, the one episode that was all about him dealing with, like, being the black dude on the team right. and taking the fall for everything, I tweeted him. I was like, yo, you don't know who I am. I've never done this before, but you fucking rocked it tonight. Yeah, that that was a thing. Emotional. That shit was great, man. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was a thing for me, man. It's weird, right, because uh, Sterling K. Brown's in this, and he was in uh, This Is Us um, on NBC, which is also great. That's I- a good show? It's, it's fucking great. That's yeah. what everybody said. That's, that's what everyone keeps saying. It's by the dudes who did uh, Friday Night Lights, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that means, yeah it's, it's, it's fucking amazing. Um, here's the thing, though, right? I had never heard of this nigga until last year. Yeah. That is wild, because, like, that shit happens with black people a lot. Yeah, where he probably been around for years, but... It's not like he probably learned how to act last year, mm-hmm. and it just went together. It's just... Sometimes you just put in that grind for years and then you finally get your shot. But him right now, man. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, like I'm happy for that dude, but it makes me wonder like where do I gotta go to find all his old work now? I gotta go to IMDb because I'm like clearly this brother's been excellent for quite some time. Yeah. To to be able to hold this shit down. And and I think. Oh no! No, go ahead, ahead. I'm sorry. And I think for us, for brown people overnight success means you've been doing this shit 10 15 to 20 years yeah for white people overnight success literally mean overnight success i'm yeah. a comedian i can put out a few jokes now i'm got a tv show you're literally an overnight success you didn't Sometimes. put in the grind yeah you're not all the time but for but yeah. for some people it's who you know you really don't put in the grind you don't sacrifice but it's rare that you see any person any minority person that quote unquote is an overnight success a lot of times white people call them overnight because y'all don't know who the fuck they are but they've been around for a very long ass time. Yeah, putting in that grind. Listen, over, overnight success for black people in this uh, business is probably about like five, six years. Yeah, because like Michael Che is almost like an overnight success. But that uh, motherfucker been grinding forever. A unique example though, fuck a black artist, I would say. No, well, mm-hmm. but but I mean that's the closest thing you have yeah. to an overnight success. Uh, right. But like it, for the most part, if you want to look at um, Ali's uh, catalog and be like, oh, has he been in before? He's probably that has played a thug yeah. in many a BET movie <laughs> or something like that. I mean, because because that's just, you know, that's what we're giving that's what the for so are. long. I've even played a thug in some shit. What? This, this guy <laughs> playing a thug. I've no way. A thug. 
No way, man. You know, some, You've been thug number two? Some stuff, like some little videos and shit back in the day. I, I, it was bad. I was showing y'all a clip. Guys, it's embarrassing. How wait, many, I don't know hold how many up. times I've played a rapist. I've played some <laughs> a drug dealer. I've fucking I've gotten somebody pregnant. I mean, you know, it, it's all the stereotypical <laughs> shit. You, and that's you, the stuff you have to do just to somebody's just like, wait a second. Who? I, wait, hold up, hold up. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Who cast you as a thug, Brandon? I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like you know. That, I was doing a lot of auditions and stuff, but yeah. it was like they needed some thugs. And then Justin, how do they tell you you gonna be a rapist? Like, do you go yeah, out? How do does you, that go? Do you go out for that? Like, do they like are you typecast as a rapist? Are they like, oh, this nigga got a rapey ass face? Yeah. Listen, listen, nigga need money, okay? Right. There's a role, <laughs> and they're like, oh, they're looking for black people. It's just like, well, whatever it is, I'm gonna rock it, dude. <laughs> but I'll tell you one thing: when I had to do that scene, mm-hmm. probably nothing has ever affected me more because I felt like a piece of shit. Mm. Uh, I mean, obviously, I didn't actually rape the girl, right? But like, you know, after because like that scene is so it's even though you're not doing it, it feels like you are doing something terrible to a woman, and you right. just feel like a piece of garbage. And I'm just like, I'm so sorry. She's like, No, it's fine. I'm just like, ah, I'm gonna walk away now. Taking a dark turn, man. Oh, but seriously, it, it's hard. <laughs> rape scenes. That's that's not easy. That's yeah, really that should be easy. on. Uh, that should have been in the black acting school. You know, yes, black acting school. Cause like I remember, um, fucking Lawrence Fishburne played a rapist in one of them goddamn Dead Wish movies. Like, oh, you mean what's the one got to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> now this this is one of the uh, Charles Bronson joints, uh, and it was like it wasn't just him; it was like him and like Jeff Goldblum, like just two, and they oh, weren't yeah, like yeah. yeah, this before they were big names, right? But they were just playing like that. Mean they went into a fucking place at audition for like gang member rapist number three, right? One in five or whatever, and they fucking landed the roles. But that's all like that's they that's what they had to do to get rent that month. Yeah, but sometimes you gotta do like these random gigs, man. I remember uh, um, when I did the Love and Hip Hop commercial. Because Jim Jones had dropped out, so mm-hmm. they needed someone to fill in in the studio. And, like, if you uh, go back and look for season two Love and Hip Hop commercial with Olivia singing in the booth, mm-hmm. I'm the dude in the studio across from her pushing up the volumes and shit. Like, it was wow. like, weird. You never know what you're going to get called for, man. Yeah. They wanted me to be Ray J for, for Love and uh, Hip Hop. The, the, Hollywood? LA. Hollywood. Yeah. What? Hollywood. Wait, they want you to be Ray J? They How? Wanted me to, they wanted me to stand in. The oh, Ray J stand, stand in. in. Oh, so, wow. That's fucking that's crazy. That's how you know it's not real. They need stand-ins. Right. Yeah, it's a reality show, and they're like, listen, you got the blocking all wrong, okay? Uh, I don't know. Were you here at rehearsal when she threw the drink in your face? Okay. All right. Pay, pay attention. Now. Right. Um, yeah, that's amazing, dog. And, like, uh, you know, I'm looking at Sterling K. Brown's, like, IMDb right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2002, he was in Brown Sugar. He played Coworker. Dang, that's a Coworker. Uh, he played Hidden Agenda in a TV series called Hack. Hidden agenda? That's not even like a name. It's like that's a thing. That's a concept. You know what I mean? <laughs> he was in uh ER for one episode. Um Tarzan. Which which Tarzan? The two thousand three Tarzan. With Brendan Fraser? No, that's what Casper Van Dien. Oh wow. Brendan Fraser was George of the Jungle. Oh, you're right. All right. Same Ooh, shit. Ooh, we should do that movie for 
me about no that. no that sounds i mean yes you guys should do that <laughs> yeah y'all please do that actually yeah please do that <laughs> but yeah i mean it just you know and that's since 2002 man so i'm like i mean we're just now hearing of him in 2016 2017 and it's not just that he's good he's like i thought he was gonna win an award or he should have won an award me too he's so fucking good i was mad that he didn't win in all fairness i didn't watch the night manager it's possible it's really the greatest tv show of all time i just missed it but yeah i i feel like he should have won for people versus oj simpson yep um and then uh tom hiddleston won for the night manager as well as the lead worst speech ever right and that pissed me off so bad because he won over courtney b vance fuck right. you yeah. come on dog that nigga is johnny cochran like he can't he go nowhere on the street without people feeling like he's johnny cochran now when people close their eyes and imagine johnny cochran's face they're gonna really be imagining uh courtney b vance that that was that's extremely heartbreaking he didn't win yeah but the plus the plus side is he already won the emmy so right. he got the big prize and he just got some free booze last night that's pretty yeah. much what it- i still want him to win both you know what mm-hmm. i mean it's kind of like that thing where uh Ster- was the lone one that year and he forgot to mention the black people that was in creed and the direct the black ass director and people were like well don't worry he'll win the oscar and he can do it then it's like well what happened because he didn't win the oscar you know what i mean he probably didn't win the oscars he omitted those people right got the wrong kind of controversy after that i just want i want my black people to win everything dog me too um for best performance by an actor in the television series uh donald glover won for atlanta Mm -hmm. and this is a little weird because obviously i was rooting for him duh me too but um it was weird because i feel like um you can make uh just as much a case for like uh the other two dudes the goose plays paperboy i think it's like uh mm-hmm. brian tyree henry or something like that like yep. you can make yep. just as much a case for him like because he's like his comedic timing is fucking excellent another dude how the fuck i never heard of this dude before ever like he's uh, a black guy yeah he's been in uh he was in short term uh 12 he's he's been a lot of stuff he's snoop dogg and straight out compton that's darius um, keith uh keith steinfeld or something like that yeah what about a dude that plays paperboy yeah we're talking about, yeah i'm talking about david oh, he- in principles on uh, hbo right that's the first I, the first i heard of him was brian tyree henry first time i heard of him was last year at vice principles and then atlanta you yep. see what i'm saying it's just you know it's just it's just weird shit like that where it's just like oh like damn this like how how do i not know about this guy he seems fucking like a, an amazing actor he's he's funny he's and everything say, say that again i think he has a grammy for book of mormon he's part of the original cast Oh, there you go. Wow. Well, that dude's a fucking powerhouse. So he could have. I mean, at any rate, I'm glad Donald Glover won because obviously, you know that that's an amazing series, uh, and it and it's more like a achievement for the whole series for him to win. I think because there's like an episode where he's not even really in it that much, like a couple where he's kind of like in the background. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's just it's just a great show. Um, yeah, that show introduced me to Zazie uh, Beats who um plays van about every day yeah van is a beautiful woman she's gorgeous every day mm-hmm. um every day. i saw i saw on, i saw on twitter somebody uh had a picture of her where she like is raising her arm and you can tell she has like some underarm hair like it's not all the way oh, shaved I'm, I'm all for and, i'm fine with that right yeah right. and i saw some nigga being like see y'all tried to say she was bae but look at this i was like look at what nigga i will stick my nose in that i don't give a fuck <laughs> 
you crazy? I would lick her underarm hair, dog. I mean, she is fine as fuck. I mean, peach oh, fuzz ain't all never. All kinds of things. Right. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm just going to stay quiet because I don't want to have to say something that I'm going to have to regret later. <laughs> you Cream. know, and people act like peach fuzz ain't never killed nobody. People yeah, peaches, they got fuzz on. Right. It's just, you know, they be stupid on the internet. She would walk by that dude a hundred times out of a hundred. Come on, wouldn't he think twice about right. you? Um, Shout out to Tony Styles for saying that he will braid her underarm hair. Listen, <laughs> I'll not just braid it. I will sit on the front porch stoop and braid it for the whole neighborhood to see because I don't give a fuck. She is fine. Um, <laughs> and then, and also, man, she just had an incredibly tough job. But uh, I love that that show had opportunities for her to get to be funny too. Because a lot of times, that's when I knew that series was next level. Because a lot of times, when men have series and they write women in, they end up writing the same don't do don't go out and get drunk you know type type role for the woman you you end up kind of hating the woman because the only role she has in the series is to show up and be like i see you guys are doing something comedic stop it you know what i mean right and women are very here comes the buzzkill exactly exactly so with her like getting high and shit and the whole like that was an excellent episode turning into g yeah yeah turn into jeezy on the stove to make that baby urine didn't shit out work mean, <laughs> yo that show just is like so creative I mean, like the episode where they had just the talk show the weird commercials in between b-a-n dog and the transracial dude who was like oh. the was like yeah we could make him white yeah yeah weird <laughs> well, he's, he's like, but he's he's gonna look weird when he's looking in the when he's looking in the mirror, he's like, uh, "What IPAs do you have on tap?" <laughs> oh man, so fucking good. Um, but um, Billy Bob Thornton won for a show called Goliath. That's on like I want to say Amazon or something. And, yeah, yeah, I won't, I won't be watching it. it. Nobody's seen it. That, that, I don't even think Billy Bob Thornton's seen that show. Yeah, that Did was the worst. See Bad Santa too. No, I heard it was bad. Yeah, I, I I watched it uh, one night. It's, uh, I mean, personally, the first one I kind of yeah, everybody was says, oh, that's awesome. It's like still, nah. Mm. So you weren't into the first one, so of course you probably not didn't really. like the second one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'd like the first one, but I just can't imagine. I heard bad things about the second one. Um, but uh, here's the thing: he won, and this is one where I'm like, over Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul, and over Rami Malek for Mr. Robot. Yeah. Like yeah, I, it sounds like happen? I haven't seen it, so maybe it's great. It but like they was like, "Oh, he old, older than the rest of them." I know who that is. Click. Yeah, I, I, shit like that makes me wonder how much of it is about just trying to be different from the other shows. You right. know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's it. Come on, dog. It's not obvious that 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 Sterling K. Brown and Courtney B. Van should have won. It's not obvious. Like, I don't know, man. So yeah, it's he only, won. The Hollywood Foreign Press. They're all foreigners, so they all be picking their own shit. They mm. all be watching Amazon instead of normal TV shows. <laughs> they like, yeah, it's like, I don't watch This Is Us Live because it comes on at 3 a.m. over here. True, yeah, true, yeah. <laughs> Where uh, can I stream it? <laughs> now, of course, uh, Best TV limited series, The People vs. O.J. Simpson did win that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, that was pretty. Even though the Night Of is good, man. The but Night Of will get all the Emmys and shit, but yeah, you can't go against You just could it's just a, it's just bad luck I'm, for everybody in that category. Yeah. Yeah, because the thing about the people versus OJ Simpson, it was literally the talk of the summer. Like, yeah. that's what everybody, and then it was like, what, 10, 12 weeks straight or something like that? Like, it was the bubble. Yeah, of something summer. like that. Right. And then you had, um, also, um, 
what was amazing about that series was one i remember after the first episode the first i think they showed like the first one was like an hour and a half or something Mm -hmm. and i remember people being like oh well this is gonna suck this isn't you know everybody was panning it and then by the fucking like fourth or fifth one everybody's like this is much, what are you doing today stop what you're doing and watch this shit because it was trending and I, and, I, and i can really speak for myself being alive at that time it's amazing yeah. seeing facts and because i was a child so it's shit that came out i was like i didn't know that was happening like i didn't know that her ex-husband released news about her you know i didn't like it's certain things that i didn't know yeah he, he fucking put her titties out there for the world to see i know he was marcia clark printed yeah. those titties yeah them were some nice titties um oh. he, here's the thing that's amazing though like Which titties? uh <laughs> also also uh, part of the reason we i didn't know all this shit back then is because like we didn't have an internet no we didn't um yeah i wasn't of the age where i sat down and watched cable news every day uh i don't i do remember the trial being on like on on like for the first time it was like a trial being on tv like put it on the oj trial you know what i mean but um things have just changed so much like now if a trial like that happened and like her nudes leaked it would be everywhere like it wouldn't be like i find this out 12 years later it will immediately be the facebook it'd be trending it'd be twitter it'd be trending like motherfuckers would be memes of it yeah yes motherfuckers put the crying jordan face on her and shit ah! like it's just everything's changed so much like it's also it was as much of a, a show about the the time period as it was about the crime you know yeah because i remember the bronco chase and i remember getting mad that they took uh the the nba finals and stuck it in the goddamn corner with a box in the mm-hmm. box i was like what the fuck i'm gonna watch my god well now it almost and now it almost sounds ridiculous that black people would be so fucking like yay oj like now it sounds ridiculous because it's like on the internet nobody's yay every anything like there's black like you can go on the internet right now and there's a black person that's gonna tell you like how black lives matter is bullshit like there's always like a diversity of opinion now but back then it was very limited resources and very people didn't have their own twitter accounts or facebook accounts and shit so it it was very much like them crackers did what the oj you know it was just so easy to do that because how the fuck you gonna get any mixed information when everything's coming from like the national Enquirer or cnn it's just it was just such a different time yeah and, and i it was just after the uh Rodney king and everything so racial yeah. right everything was right crazy. and a lot of people were mad they were angry and i'm not gonna lie a lot of my family was like i don't give a fuck if he did it or not i want him to be not guilty oh no i was definitely uh in one in that camp like at the time i was like oh yeah let that nigga go he didn't do it y'all framing him you know i was in that camp you know what's crazy though is uh the five-part um espn series about yeah yeah it's literally the opposite of how to you know making a murder it's like oh no this dude did it yeah yeah it's (laughs) what if a man did it what if a man did it and he didn't get convicted you know what i mean but what was wild though is so so like i remember that time period but then i also remember when the verdict was announced they played it in our school like our tv it was on the tv in our classroom which i can't another thing i can't imagine happening 
in 2017 like maybe people would be looking at it on their phones but i can't imagine motherfuckers being like stop social studies guys it's time to watch oj <laughs> and i remember motherfuckers running down the hallway yep, in did. my class like knocking on the door like we did it we did yep. it they was going room to room i remember that and they was literally running up and down the hallway with their shirts off because you know the high school students right. going from room to room talking about that nigga free and i think i think that was the it's moment where like helicopter yes yeah did. it is north carolina uh, we're all gonna get money the next day right and i think that was the moment when i was like oh yeah this is this is terrible like if he did that that's pretty bad like we like whatever happened if he did it we definitely shouldn't have been celebrating like it, it's one thing to be like uh we it's one thing to be like oh man he an innocent person got off but it, it very i very quickly realized it was not about whether he was innocent or not no more it was just like uh whether he did it or not we got away with killing some white folks and it was like uh-oh <laughs> y'all ever think that trump is reparations for oj um <laughs> nah because i mean if we look at the balance sheet of america i feel like we're owed a lot more before we get to trump <laughs> like they they owe us a lot more in the books than this <laughs> if you really think about it there's only been two things that have been that big of a well oj being one of them the right. other one was 9 11 that's yeah. the only thing that's ever like stopped everything in news and shut everything down like that right i mean 9/11. if they when they do their eventual that 9-11 <laughs> when they do their eventual miniseries on 9-11 that shit gonna win everything that year too yeah yep. you know um all right I mean, both of y'all put nicholas cage in it of course not, oh, of course not. Ah! um the best television series was the crown once again i feel like this is trying to be different because it be game of thrones stranger things this is us and westworld right yeah, i was so mad when it beat stranger things i'm like come on y'all gonna beat the most creative <laughs> show this year Fuck right. <laughs> so ridiculous whatever i literally man. went outside and kicked rocks for the hbc yeah and this like i think it was around this time that i was like these awards are the um black people uh winning war awards they deserve or white people winning awards where we've never heard of their shows <laughs> like it seemed like that's how the categories was falling after a while it was just like oh that black person did a great job like oh that's why he won and it's like and this person you ever heard of them no, no. you ever watched their show no well that's why they won All um, right. <laughs> some woman best motion picture foreign language was l uh didn't watch any of those i don't think so i can't complain um, i used to be really into foreign films but i just like i got the movies are too much too expensive these days i can't i can't be reading subtitles and paying money you know, it's just <laughs> economical you know not gonna happen best original song was uh winner was uh city of stars for la la land i guess which is a million and a half yeah i guess i don't know i didn't really i saw la la land i don't think i was nearly as blown away with it as other people did were. you see moana uh i have not I seen moana it, yeah. yet the okay so so the, the whole thing is i think Lin Wells gonna win that category for oscar because mm. if he went that he got an egot mm, okay yeah because uh moana he has like a bunch of songs for that and you know it's like the whole let it go yeah. he's got that woman anthem song that every disney movie has well i hope so he I wins he has a good shot I hope he wins because I want to see him do the pretentious uh, I'm still going to rhyme in my acceptance speech yeah. moment yeah. at the Oscars. <laughs> that nigga always be doing spoken word, man. I'm here for it. That motherfucker will hop up no, anywhere. No, Karen, you can't be there for it all the time. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, you can be a fan of his, but you can't be there for him all the time. Like, <laughs> like, just say some words and get off stage, man. You don't have to like start crying and 
and show us your eyes that are all tired and shit it's at the point where i feel like if i saw him in the regular life he would start dropping shit and i, I am a pump like that nigga would just start dropping bars I'm like, oh limit i'm a big fan He'd be like oh today we have another brother today i'm like hold up man i just want to come over and say hi <laughs> hi you say hi i may like oh i, I just i gotta go we trapped in a weird rhyme scheme <laughs> uh, best most of picture uh animated was uh zootopia which is a great one excellent yeah, i'm glad that, really one. that was very good yeah that was uh <laughs> Uh, my First man, time a bunny and a fox made me cry uh my man john minus <laughs> uh was watching was watching it for the first time this weekend and he was like everybody was right it is about racism it is <laughs> the whole movie mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like by a thousand percent dog it, they furry but it's still racism uh original score for a movie la la land one i thought that was a shoe in yeah. You know, it's the only one of the ones that's that was... the best part about the the movie. Honestly, besides the visuals, is probably like the the music. Yeah, you, you want to know what like, instrumental music, not the singing. Yeah, well, the, you want to know what's what, part of it. You know what's wild about this, Brandon? I feel like they tricked us, man. Because I watched that movie and only like the first hour is singing and shit, and then it just turns to a regular ass movie. I was like, oh, this is some bullshit. And then like the last two minutes, you get a little bit of a musical. I'm like, but that y'all y'all missed like an hour and a half of songs what happened yeah. care about this well, sad know, I, shit i am not interested in the crown i'm not also not interested in la la land mm. because those are just two movies that that basically are talking about the times where black people didn't exist to white people yeah. so, so i have no desire to john legend's in la la land he is john yeah legend john legend is oh, in here yeah, and uh good too man I told you I don't discriminate against. If he's a handsome man, I'm gonna say he's a handsome man. John right. Legend look good. The he day, had his he hairline fixed. His shirt open, yeah. all his taco meats filling out. Uh, no, it wasn't. Yeah, he, he wasn't really. He, yeah, he had a little bit of it in there, but uh, <laughs> the thing, the thing for John, the thing for the movie for me was, um, I was like, this still makes me feel like it's uh, makes people. This is why people voted for Trump because the only Negroes that spoke played jazz in the movie. It was like. Y'all ain't just got like a nigga roommate or something? Just like a regular ass? It's like no other nigga works at Starbucks? Just the only nigga you know play jazz. That's every last... Clark Robinson's just like Ryan Gosling's best friend, like, oh, you gonna go over to that over to that jazz club over there, nigga? Right, yeah, I could've used that. You know? Excuse me while I, while I polish my trumpet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Brown's really good in this uh, La La Land movie. You get that Oscar <laughs> heat. Yeah, I could have used Would like a. Some more salmon Cause see, if you could have had Craig Robinson in his as his like best friend, he could have played a little piano. You know what I mean? Without having it, without it having to be, you know, like I played jazz. He could have just been hanging around playing playing shit on his piano, like as his friend. But yeah, yeah he wasn't in there. So, uh, La La Land did win for best screenplay as well. Um, over moonlight which is crazy right dog if anything moonlight screenplay like just i hadn't even seen a movie like that before yeah no it took me like two acts before i was like oh it's the same nigga but he different you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) me too don't feel bad i was like who the fuck is this kid why do we care about him i worry about you sometimes man (laughs) i was like why are we following this thing (laughs) (laughs) there's three movies in one what the fuck um that shit was brilliant though that's one of that's the best movie i saw this year honestly 
I mean, like, even, like, Hell or High Water has a better script than La La Land. La La Land, I feel like probably the script is actually 30 pages. Yeah, it's so straightforward. It's a couple yeah. musical numbers. I I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I think I'm kind of burned out on the movie genre of white people trying to live their most perfect dream as a, you know, like, you know how, like, black movies are, like, you just got to survive to get out the hood. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then white movies are, like, uh, I mean, I'm leaving. I'm gonna leave my hundred million dollar an hour job, and I think I want to go play saxophone. You're like, what? Because I want more, right? More, <laughs> more, more, more. <laughs> I mean, listen, I am oh, playing jazz. Out of this life. <laughs> yeah, don't you get tired of just accepting less, mom? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I like Creed because that nigga was like, he had it made, and then he still was like, I'm gonna go box. I was like, you know what? It's about time a black person got to make dumb yeah. decisions. <laughs> you got to tell still going over here like, man, I'm about to die. Yeah. <laughs> you want to do this? Because I got brain damage. Why do you want to be like me? Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to train you. I don't got health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> um, then best performance by actor in the motion picture, Ryan Gosling won for La La Land. Um, surprisingly, Ryan Reynolds was nominated for Deadpool. Which, yeah, I thought he might have won when she, uh, I think the announcer, she was like, Ryan, and then she paused, and I was like, oh shit, Ryan Reynolds won? Right. And then it was Ryan Gosling. Yeah. But then he had that speech that made all the girls cream their pants and shit. Mm, cream. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, best I girl. forget that he's married to Eva Mendes, though, so congrats to him. Mm-hmm. That's true. Eva Mendes is banging. What about the flubs by uh, Sofia Vergara? What? I thought that was on purpose about that's the anus. Sketch. I thought that was on that's purpose sketch. too. Yeah. Was that a that's why you need to watch the show, man. Yeah. Just, it was on purpose. Skip. Yeah. She can see me. That's the only way she makes white people laugh for some reason. Mm-hmm. She has to be right. a caricature of herself for yeah, some reason. Yeah, she even weaked at the camera. Yeah, she did that on purpose. Yeah, you don't know what's fucked up about that though is I did think, I hope people don't start writing think pieces about how it's not funny to laugh at her for doing that. Cause I was like, she's doing it as a comedic thing on purpose. But I remember that other time when she was uh, at the awards and they spun her around and talked about how if you're against diversity and women, then we would never have Sofia Vergara uh, as, you know, as an actress. So you're against Sofia Vergara's banging ass. And everybody was like, they objectified her. It was wrong. She didn't even get to use. And I was just like, are y'all serious? Cause y'all, y'all let Tina Fey and them pull their titties out and y'all just be like, they're so brave. They are, these are the bravest women. Amy Polar and, and Tina Fey and, uh, Lena Dunham. Bravest women of all time. Wow. I was like, anyway. Her titty, that was for women. Right. Not for men. For all women. <laughs> um, I mean, Sophia Vergarman listed as hot Spanish girlfriend in so many movies, like Four Brothers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chasing Poppy. <laughs> Chasing Poppy? What? <laughs> Is that like hidden fences? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it, it's so funny because um, when I went to go see Fences, first person went to see Fences was just like, you know, I was waiting for I was waiting for the movie about the space to start up. I'm just like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> 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 like, What's wrong with you? You need you? friends, man. You about to be 55 years old. You need to get your life again. <laughs> You keep it up, Brandon. You keep it up, Brandon. I feel you like, uh, like I'm 55 now. Okay. <laughs> I, although I do hope when I get the chance to see Hidden Figures that um they say nigga as much as Denzel did in that opening scene because that would be oh, awesome. Man. I don't think Disney would allow it. 
<laughs> By the way, Hidden Figures number one at the box office this weekend. Over Star Wars, man. I know. Yeah. I went to go see that movie, though. Um, and the thing about it, and I told Roger this, they're number one, and they're in forty percent less theaters. <clears throat> right, <clears throat> they're killing it. Um, Viola Davis won for Fences, mm. um, of course. You know, so that was you yeah, know. You, those those uh, boogers were were undeniable. Those crying boogers that she gave, gave you, undeniable. I mean, I do feel kind of like we should probably check her to see if she's had performance enhancing surgery to take out her mucous membrane uh so that she can do crying with her nose and eyes at the same time because something about i don't know it feels like she might have a game rigged right now it's it's really unfair she is the queen of the the crying monologue bro doubt yeah help and that she is the queen of that kind of monologue man she killed denzel man like and it wasn't yeah it wasn't like phoning in denzel like Denzel put on weight for that role and shit. Like he really tried to win something with that, and in just that one scene, she absolutely just erased everything he did for me. I was like, "Oh yeah, you you right, you the queen, you the queen." Yeah, I really liked her speech too when she was like, "You know, my dad, he he had like a very you know low education. Mm-hmm. He went with his hands, and you know, there's not many stories that tell his story, mm-hmm. but because of fences, you know, August Wilson." he was able to have a story and i was like that's that's true because there's so many brothers that they have these lives that don't really get talked about and justin i on the fences episode talked about his father i talked about my grandfather and how they just these guys they had these lives that don't really get told in movies right oh yeah you know because they're not thought as, as a bimpo or gonna be a draw to people it's like that's why I'm really fucking with August Wilson plays these days. Yeah. Well, I mean, like... uh, unless unless your story is set around the civil rights uh, movement or you were a slave, it doesn't seem like black people exist in the movies. Uh, yeah. Anymore. At but least, was... or, I mean, well, hold up now. You are skipping the whole genre of surviving the hood. So well, we, we have that as well. Uh... Yeah, you, know, you got gang violence or trying to be a rapper. You're right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Or you're or playing player. some sport trying to right. get to the league. Yeah, you got to, I mean, you know, you can survive the hood, uh, survive slavery, or survive civil rights. I mean, there's a lot of options out here. Just pick one. Uh, but yeah, now nah, that, that, that movie was excellent because of that, because it was kind of like a background of like well yeah there's segregation or whatever the fuck's going on in the background but that's not the point of this movie uh so that was cool um but but and yeah and plus you know denzel was great and it's just viola davis is just i mean that was the scene when she was like when she said that i've been standing right beside you and like spitting shit was going everywhere i was like yeah she won just give it up um best performance by actor and supporting role uh Aaron Tyler Johnson won for Nocturnal Animals. I haven't seen it. I heard it was terrible. All right. so. so here's the thing. The movie is terrible, right? That guy was like a great villain. He didn't need to, he didn't deserve to be Mahershala Ali by, not by a long shot, no. right? Mm. But I will say this. If they ever think about recasting the Joker or they cast the, uh, the Riddler in the new DCU, mm-hmm. he would be a good fit for that. Cause he was a fucking evil person in that movie. I had to check it out, man. It's not too sad. The movie's whack, though. Yeah, oh. yeah. The, the movie's not great, but he was, he was actually pretty damn good. I saw Fisher was kind of high on that, though. Who? Huh? Who was in it? Continue. What? Who? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I, I, I was trying to see what I name it was. She's uh, the redhead chick from the Wedding Crashers. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I haven't seen the movie. I, I really did want to know who you said. Um, yeah, that was, um, that was, uh, 
oh i just saw fucking nightcrawler it's on netflix and uh jake jake gyllenhaal plays this creepy dude yeah he's so creepy in that yo did did he win something for that because he should have no, he didn't get nominated for nothing, man. Jake Gyllenhaal is one of those underrated actors, yeah. man, because he brings it. No matter how shitty the role might be, but he brings it, man. Man, you end of watch. I haven't seen yeah, end of watch. You never saw end, end of watch? watch? Is you it good? See that one? That's phenomenal. Yeah. Okay. That was, him I, and uh, Michael Pena. Okay. Really right. good. Is Anthony Mackie in that or no? No, no, you're thinking about um the one with he, like Anthony Mackie's like the dirty cop and shit. Yeah, with I'm getting who, yeah. Uh, we're gonna talk about it. Uh, you mean the white Nate Parker? Uh, anyway, uh, Casey Affleck won Man Chats About to See uh, for best performance by an actor in a motion picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I won't be seeing yeah. it either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Did y'all see that movie? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I watched it twice because uh, my mom got a screener of it and they wanted to watch it. Um, he, like, after seeing that, after I saw Fences and a bunch of other movies, La La Land, all that shit. I'm like, he's giving really nothing. Mm. Like, compared to, like, Denzel. Denzel has monologues on top of monologues. At least Ryan Gosling shows that he's a tri-talented person. Casey Apple just mopes the whole movie. Yeah, oh, that's another thing I'm sick of these days, yo. We got to stop giving people Oscars for being quiet. You know what I mean? Like, they be giving people awards, and I'm like, but no acting actually happened. Because the whole acting, quote-unquote, in this movie is not reacting. That's not really a choice. Like, you know, it's like, don't you understand? I'm leaving you. Fine. I'm like, nigga, that's not acting. <laughs> I can do that. That's not really – you didn't do shit. You're but, just being an asshole. That's yeah. what you're being. <laughs> you're just being a sad teenager. Everybody, that means every sad teenager can win an Oscar. Right. Like, you got to at least have <laughs> – uh, you know, J.L. Covan talks about but like, you got to – that means you got to at least have that one scene. Well, I get to be like, oh, they acted the fuck out of that once, so they did all that repressed, like, yeah. shit, and then they had a moment where you're like, oh, this nigga can act. Like, they don't, these movies don't even require that anymore. You just get to be fucking stoic for two hours, and everybody goes, what a fucking great job Ryan Gosling did in that movie. I'm like, he didn't fucking do shit, you know? Like, at least in La La Land, he finally did some shit. That's a, like, that was the other thing was, uh, I remember watching La La Land, and I went, oh, Oh, so he can act. Okay. I no, mean, did you ever see Half Nelson, though? He was good in that. When he was a crackhead teacher. Uh, <laughs> I didn't see that. I saw um, I saw the one where he was a driver. That joint. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was, that, was, that was trash. He didn't do shit. And I saw the one where he went to, like, <laughs> the one where he went to, like, t- Thailand or Thai- whatever. Oh, that shit was weird. It, that? it was terrible. He didn't do shit, dog. He just... He would just show up, make the same face, and they would zoom in on him, and then that would be the end of the scene. And I was like, he's not he acting. Really nothing except get his hands cut off. He, right. He, like, so bad in a fight, he got his hands cut off. Spoiler alert. Right. But yeah, scary. good. I hope you don't go see it now. Yeah. I hope he spoiled yeah, it enough. That just sounds like a bad uh, Bruce Lee movie. That's, was, that's all that sounds ah, like. Dog, that's the thing. If he had to fight, that would have been acting. He couldn't even fight. He was trash. Oh, what a bad movie. Uh, I think it was called Something Dragon. Anyway, it was trash. Um, <laughs> and then of course in God's the, hands, I think actually. Uh, say say that again. It was I think it was called in God's hands because it was the follow up to Drive from that same that same director. Yeah, yeah, something like I don't know. It was trash. Yeah. Is my point. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't really care what the name was. Emma Stone won for La La Land for best performance by an actress. She um, got uh, so she didn't have a uh, huge titties, 
but she did win the award brandon and i hope that's enough yeah. for you it's okay uh <laughs> best performance beats mm. <laughs> and that was for a motion picture musical or comedy which i do feel is so fucked up like i really wish they would change those awards because it's like comedy and music are totally two different things yes they are you yeah. can have a musical comedy but sometimes they're not the same yeah la la land's not funny you know meryl streep lost for florence foster jenkins which sounds like the woman that gets up at church and talks too long when it's time yes! for, for testimony and they were like oh lord here she goes right oh it's florence foster jenkins Jesus. Y'all play, y'all play we are the- not gonna get to see the game tonight we're y'all, not gonna see the game y'all play the music so she can shout and we can move on right the giants play it one here she go passing out again she got the spirit again here we go <laughs> Come on. Uh, Isabel Hubert won for L for Best Actress. Um, Which no one saw coming. I am she did. Right. Um, Yeah, I think she was shocked. uh, Best Musical or Comedy was obviously La La Land, uh, which sucks because, like I said, Deadpool was in that category. And that was a funny-ass movie, but, you know. And then Moonlight won for Best Most Picture Drama. Thank God. Right? We got one. Moonlight gets shut out, man. I, I, aren't you starting to feel like that is the don't ride award you know the we're not gonna give these niggas much but we will give them the biggest award and then everybody's like we're not gonna burn okay we ain't gonna burn this down we're gonna yeah, yeah that was like we don't want them problems they right. literally was like y'all give them one award because they did this with uh 12 years of slave too i remember yes, everybody did. was like yo they dicking them on every black people getting dicked in every category and then they got to, to, to the very last award and it was like 12 years of slave and everybody was like oh okay okay i guess okay they're like yes we did something for black folks today amazing <laughs> yeah amazing it was like was in, was so yeah wasn't it stallone and a, a black dude presenting that award and stallone met yeah. let him say moonlight yeah what's his name from <laughs> who played apollo creed <laughs> yeah i was like what is this shit yeah he was like, uh, oh, I, carl, carl weathers. weathers yeah he was like I, I don't want those problems and this is the first but what did, why didn't he want them problems? what do you think he was gonna say uh and uh the best award goes to uh moon crickets oh oh shit oh how could i fuck up two years in a row i had no idea everybody go ahead ken i'm sorry oh no I really, I don't know. Maybe he was just scared. He was like, "This is a black thing. I, I don't want to fuck it up." Here you go. White, even the even liberal white people are just so fucking weird, man. And, and they're so scared of us. Yeah, because they they're like, we don't know how you're gonna react if you treat me like a normal fucking human being. Oh, I, I, I don't overreact to everything. They're so scared. We just gonna like be like fucking attica and just burn shit down <laughs> like if you you know someone said hidden fences and everybody turned into a joke it was like oh hidden fences uh, that's like you know uh coming to american power whatever the fuck you know like that was we the, get it and this was the first yeah, but laura bush is on the tv crying this morning <laughs> she's yeah. like i'm sorry <laughs> she apologized she got them jokes she got them jokes this is the first award show that it was a shout out to Migos and Atlanta and black people all wrapped in one. Yeah, yeah, when Atlanta won um, for best TV series. Uh, also, it was kind of cool because um, this award show doesn't have music between shit, so oh, it moves a lot it. faster. It I was, love it. I wish yeah. they all move like this. Cause... Now, what y'all think about Jimmy uh, Fallon? I thought he was terrible, except for that opening that was like a parody of the La La Land thing, which didn't really involve him. I was like, why is he here? that opening was great uh i don't i don't like i said i watched this in the background i just think jimmy fallon's okay 
yeah he's okay and now one thing i did like i did like they had the uh black uh, dj because all the music was black because i quest could, love yeah I, I knew the beats i was like oh i know this beat i know this beat i was like <laughs> y'all ain't playing the words because i was thinking oh they're gonna ready to cuss i was like oh, okay this this is the beat only so i did like that i like the fact that we have a bunch of musical acts and wasting our time i wish they all award shows ran this quickly and i think that's why i kept my attention i don't want to see a five-hour show with with a an hour and a half of musicals or, or people singing and dancing that i don't give a fuck about and the problem with jimmy fallon to me is uh he's the end result of people complaining about every other fucking awards host yeah it's like people want the edginess and the funniness of taking shots at people and shit but then when they get it you know the next day it's uh well this joke was fucked this was homophobic this was racist this was yep. uh this was uh misogynistic this was, and it's like to some of these jokes that's kind of the point is we come here and we make that joke only here because we know this is like a half a roast and half an award show and so you know people spoke and apparently they don't really want that and so, so you have to get safe. say that again no let's let's go safe let's be right. safe go to sit with the most likable guy in the world right and right. he's like non-offensive to just about everybody it's right. you know not and i mean and that's the thing even the most like non-offensive comedian is gonna piss some people off so like it you know it's it's just the choice is gonna be what it is if if they would have got ellen there would have been somebody complaining about some shit she said if they were like jimmy fallon's a choice where you, you get the least amount of complaints about his jokes and you know to a network at this point that's probably you know better than going to getting like seth mcfarlane or joe McHale or something and having to deal with the backlash the next day right and also i think too you want somebody generic because this is one of the first award shows that people came in and you didn't see the tension on their face because some award shows with some people you can literally see the tension on the people in the audience's face and when the camera turns on them they they might not say anything but their face was like oh shit am i gonna be a meme am i gonna be trending like please please don't call my name please well it's weird though because uh that's not people at home don't give a fuck about that oh no they don't like when G- ricky gervais went in on mel gibson everybody was sharing it and laughing and thought it was the funniest fucking thing of all time but the people in the room probably were like well we just want to invite mel gibson back we want to be friends with mel again yeah you know i mean the motherfucker was there last night and everybody was acting like it was all good so i mean the host doesn't even instigate that stuff anymore the people themselves are shooting themselves in the like tom hiddleston well, they started cutting to everyone. He was just like, "What the fuck is he saying?" Yeah. Oh, that shit just wrote itself. Right. Like, yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. It's kind of like, but like I said, Fallon's kind of the end result of we just don't want to piss nobody off. You know, Meryl Streep won an award and she gave you a speech. And all of us in this room really belong to the most vilified segments in American society right now. Think about it: Hollywood, foreigners, and the press. But who are we? And, and, you know, what is Hollywood anyway? It's just a bunch of people from other places. I was born and raised and educated in the public schools of New Jersey. Viola was born in a sharecropper's cabin in South Carolina, came up in Central Falls, Rhode Island. Sarah Paulson was born in Florida, raised by a single mom in Brooklyn. Sarah Jessica Parker was one of seven or eight kids from Ohio. Amy Adams was born in Vicenza, Veneto, Italy. 
And Natalie Portman was born in Jerusalem. Where are their birth certificates? And the beautiful Ruth Nega was born in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, raised in in Ireland, I do believe, and she's here nominated for playing a small-town girl from Virginia. Ryan Gosling, like all the nicest people, is Canadian. And Dev Patel was born in Kenya, raised in London, is here for playing an Indian woman raised in Tasmania. So Hollywood is crawling with outsiders and foreigners. And if we kick them all out, you'll have nothing to watch but football and mixed martial arts, which are not the arts. So that was like a thing where people got upset with her for quote-unquote talking down to people that voted for trump she never even said trump's name but okay uh all right also people got mad because she said something about the mma and football not being arts um i don't (laughs) well well i'll say this yeah for for one you know i'm a big uh mma fan and you know i used to do this stuff so for one it you know martial arts is an art like it, it is an art form to say that martial arts is not an art is like saying that dancing is not an art because they're very closely correlated. I just think she, I just don't think she meant it the way that people are taking it. The way that Justice didn't pull me at the mouth about? No. Yeah, I don't, I mean, cause I saw, I saw like people going on like pretty like hardcore rants and about it and, you know, relating it to like, you know, she, she's demonizing people of color even cause that's, sports is an area where black people and people of color excel in and you're saying they're not real and i i didn't think she was saying it that way i think i thought she was saying it on some like you can't replace what we do with just sports like what we do like what we do is important and y'all talk shit about us you know being elite and hollywood and all this shit like y'all even you out there complaining you watch more than just football and fucking mma like this is an art the school of the arts when you go to the school of the arts the way that it, we defined it anyway is you know this kind of shit music and dance and acting and shit like we don't have school of the arts and mma and football like it's just you like i understand her i understood her point but i think people wanted to be to argue about something other than the point she was making right because right. you know at the end of the day the circles i travel in she's still a white woman and people want to be like i don't like that white woman like right and she- end of the day that's like it's like sometimes people try to make it really complex when it's just like a white woman got up and made a speech and it has to be 100 percent perfect or it's fuck her yeah and she's already on people's list for shit that she said she did past. say some shit like we all from africa right. i mean right. i get it so i mean i completely understand too but my my thing is that most people's definition of sports does not include MMA. Not not. I mean, just uh, art does not include MMA. Not the MMA can't be defined as art. But when yes. the average person thinks of of art, MMA is not on the top of the her, agenda. Her mistake was, in my opinion, her mistake. Quote unquote, if you want to say that, you don't need to kick somebody else shit down 
to exactly. to elevate your shit and people do this all the time correct the other day on twitter someone wanted to start the quote-unquote no kids challenge and it was a bunch of pictures of things she accomplished because in her mind i didn't have kids and it's like you know you could have there's people with kids that went to school like what the fuck are you talking about (laughs) like like i got a job like nigga it's people with school with kids that got your job like isn't what do you like so it's that kind of thing where it's like would 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 is it cool to celebrate those things like you graduated from school you're a meteorologist you you know whatever other things you accomplish in life is it cool to celebrate those things of course it's cool to celebrate those things it's not as cool to celebrate those things by then kicking somebody that wasn't even thinking about your ass and that's really what happened was people being like but i like nba and mma and i'm watching the golden globes why you got to shit on my stuff to elevate your shit can i like your shit and my shit too um and i think that's what she fucked up in my opinion yeah yeah. Uh, hold on let me go to the next session i'm pulling y'all right back on hold on one second take like one minute cool cool um yeah we were right up against the break there sorry to to do that i'm gonna go ahead and go to the next session yeah i'm i'm, I'm about to invite everybody over okay and i'm gonna prepare to go live in uh in a few seconds didn't mean to cut them off like that I'm about to invite them back on screen. Let's give it one second, everybody um let's see inviting you karen and let me find brandon again there he is add him all right cool everybody should be getting back on screen yeah all right cool we back yeah um so yeah at any rate man her speech got a lot of like flack but it was just weird because she was catching flack from the fucking like uh racist ass republicans that just hated like this is why you lost i think megan mccain said some shit like this is why trump won because of stuff like this uh like it was just so ridiculous the -the over-the-top reactions and and i'm like how do y'all hate celebrities and actors but the dude you fucking voted in is famous for celebrity apprentices none of this makes sense (laughs) <laughs> and the thing is, like, we all know that this motherfucker in the middle of the night was going to respond via Twitter. Right. And he did. That's exactly what he did. Uh, well, man, I can't believe this dude's going to be president, man. Right. you ready. I don't even know who she is. Yeah. I don't even know what voice that is, but that was excellent. Maybe <laughs> like, um, if you were growing up or something. Right. Yeah. You got to have the fingers. can what were you gonna say i'm sorry oh no problem and i think the the thing uh for me with her is that uh i i understood her concept and understood what she said but not at one time was i under under the illusion that on some of that shit that she was talking directly to me Mm. because you have showed me a lot of times you are on that all ass matter bullshit Mm. you just just by what you said so for a lot of people they were like oh Anything she says, she's our, she's excluded me from it, even though she's talking in a form of inclusion when she's presenting it. 
you still excluding people i guess man i like from what i heard i didn't hear like it was that thing where i didn't hear her going out of her way to be like hey black lives matter but the same way i didn't hear her going out of her way like many other actresses who've gotten up there and basically fired shots with like and we just as women need to stop bickering and just come together and you're like oh you you don't like when black women say that y'all be doing fucked up shit okay i get it this is, <laughs> this isn't really about all women this is about saying women need to shut the fuck up unless they white like i i mean she didn't do any of those taboos no, i just thought i thought the speech was okay i didn't you know i saw people like passing around like this speech will tear donald trump a new and i'm like y'all do realize donald trump don't give a fuck like he does yeah man. i think he's around people that hide him from all the hate i think he's around people that only tell him he's great he don't know how to use a computer so he ain't gonna find out i feel like he fueled by the hate like i think like i think he just be lying dog i think he do know how to use a computer and he do be watching them he be on twitter and shit like he know all like he just he just it's like dating a motherfucker that just don't tell the truth like he don't care it's just whatever's convenient at that moment i thought you said you were coming out straight home from work uh, i had to work late but y'all closed on sundays uh bitch why are you in my business like that's how that's how it feels with him man like people need to stop trying to pin him down to shit because it don't matter because he not even if you pin him down to something he's just gonna lie and be like that's not what happened so why does everybody keep acting like they can win the game of fucking with trump you can't win dog you know, y'all not worried about us getting to a war just because somebody like says something bad about him yes yeah i am worried about that i just don't going in on snl on meryl streep and shit like i'm like but you ain't gonna go after russia like what's what what kind of i do i i am worried about him being at the head of this country it's just it's literally out of my hands at this point you're gonna get in the twitter you know what you gotta do (laughs) right (laughs) you're talking about playing delco 7 hold up now we're not supposed to talk about this on the air yeah, he gonna get a, in a Twitter beef with a prime minister, and we gonna have World War Three. Right, I'm waiting on Putin to call him a bitch to his face or something, man, because it's gonna happen. Well, anytime yeah. fuckboys like that get together, one of them turns on the other. It always, always happens. <laughs> that part. Vladimir Putin and Donald Trump have a fight in space. Mm. Space, you guys. Well, it's gonna happen in cyber. It's gonna happen in cyberspace when that motherfucker unfollows him. Oh, I thought you were gonna say it's gonna happen in Cybertron. No, no I wasn't gonna say that at all. It's gonna happen when, um, when when one of them unfollows the other one or something. That's what it's gonna be. Ah, it's gonna be some yeah. fuck. It's gonna be some fuck boy shit like that. Some some 2017 type beef of. One of them block the other Chris one. Brown shit going on. Yeah. <laughs> Why you ain't oh, retweet my? Soldier Boy and Chris Brown are fighting. They were, yeah, they were fighting. Uh, Putin gonna uh like uh his wife's picture on Instagram and they're gonna go up in flames. It's gonna be some shit like that, man. I don't trust him. Uh all right, let's get into some segments, guys. We got to talk about that. I don't know what what news is out there. Oh well, I guess there is some news. Entertainment news. Okay, okay. so we got some entertainers on the show. Have you guys heard about the late night comedy T V uh land series called Throwing Shade? It's gonna be coming to T V no. land um viacom owned uh network has picked up uh two series of comedy based on popular podcasts called throwing shade the unscripted project will feature some social commentary and funny skits and like the podcast will cover current issues including pop culture and politics and treat them with much less respect than they deserve the half hour show will air 11 p.m slot and be filmed in front of a live audience let me Uh, guess this is a a white hosted show 
yeah 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 because i actually follow the follow the podcast yeah they've been doing they've been doing this show for a few years and um that's their thing they just basically get on and just talk shit about people uh, why did they get Chris or Kid Fury to do this? Uh, yeah. That sounds a little too much like right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds a little too much like the obvious choice right there. So you got to go off the board, man. You got to give the you got to get an award to a TV show nobody's ever watched. Um, yeah, apparently Aaron Gibson of Parks and Rec and The Crawl Show and Brian Safi of Modern Family and Superstore. Uh, Thorn Shade originally launched a podcast in 2011 before moving to Funny or Die, which has been produced 80 episodes since it's acquired in 2013. Gibson and Safi, who will star in a TV land series, completed a 17 city tour for Thorn Shade last summer. Uh, so it's, it's, it's big. It's blowing up. Yeah. You know what's amazing about this shit is I do feel like if it was throwing shade starring two niggas none of this would have happened like funny or die wouldn't have never called them like mm. <laughs> just like we don't understand any of this throwing what you're throwing lamps at each other what are you doing <laughs> yeah it's weird though because like on the one hand like yes throwing shade is clearly like black colloquialism at this point but it's also lgbt it's also gay colloquialism exactly yeah. so, so it's like either one of those persuasions because if not then that means that they just hijacked that title i have no idea man they don't cover it in the article so i don't know oh uh lauren of pittsburgh said uh safi's gay okay okay i was gonna say because i mean not that i guess not that it would have been okay either way but still like uh there are levels to it is what i'm saying because some people was like they stole a black idea i was like and black people stole a gay idea i mean come on dog it's all it's a lot of stealing going on is what i'm saying it's you know, it'll probably be some brown and black people that should probably have a show called Throwing Shade, but, you know, it would have never blown up then. Uh, let's see what else is happening out here. Uh, you guys going to, uh, Coachella? I mean, I'm gonna I'm try. Okay. I wanna see Beyonce. I wanna see, uh, Kendrick going. There? Kendrick got a radio head. You got a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wanna go. Nope. I don't want to be around a bunch of drunk and high white people floating around the damn. Nah, I'm good. Let's you every weekend. We mean let's oh, every, every weekend. weekend. Okay. <laughs> what am I around a bunch of drunk high white people? You know what? <laughs> oh, I don't. At the orgy. <laughs> it's like hold on, this is just like the cream thing, Brandon. It has <laughs> to make sense. <laughs> Brandon will go down the rabbit hole without just no help. He just be like, I don't need no more help uh yeah well there's a dude who was had to delete a craigslist ad for a coachella date um oh yeah uh it was a, a picture of his uh a picture of his uh what is rvs like his van mm-hmm. and he was saying that um uh it was after what, sue plantations parent company sweet tomatoes filed for chapter 11 bankruptcy and rumors that some locations could close uh some employees are looking for a way out well one such former employee has made it clear that he's clearly over his managerial role at at, at the all you can eat chain and he said on just fun from now on gordon as he calls himself in a recent recently published craigslist ad which i think they deleted which has been flagged for removal is looking to attend coachella with a travel companion in his ad the newly divorced 56 year old supervising manager of Sue plantation from west covina explained that after 11 years of marriage he recently quit his job cashed in his 401k and wants to party beginning with a fun-filled vip experience during weekend two of the coachella of coachella 2017 
and he put an image of the rv up and he oh, said weekend too how long is coachella a month what's happening here i don't know it's only like a few days it's like a weekend or something yeah i guess it's getting bigger now weekend too maybe it's two weekends now i don't know well, in, uh, he, 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 the ad seemed innocent at first, but quickly transitioned into a creepy, slightly questionable solicitation for a 19 to 25 year old female with a fashionable sense of style in the vein of the typical Coachella goer, i.e. cute Indian headband, small ripped jean shorts, and lots of colorful bracelets, etc. Mm-hmm. He basically, he, yeah, he basically want, want a fuck buddy. He wants somebody Dude, that can roll Coachella, with. Coachella, uh, Buffalo Bill shit. Yeah, Where are you a shy shaver? <laughs> yeah, it turned into, uh, how Brandon turns sometimes on the show. It got creepy. <laughs> Who should be willing to follow a 20 point checklist? A 20 point checklist of semi repulsive. Is she a car? A what? A car. You checking her inspections? I guess so. 20 point checklist of semi repulsive requests during the four day weekend together. Number one, must be female ages 19 to 25. Two, must be comfortable traveling in a recreational vehicle, vintage Shasta Chinook 3100 pick attached. Must be, number three, must be fashionable sense, style dress that we talked about. Number four, preferably have a playlist of various Coachella artists on the phone we could listen to on the road, ride over. So oh. he can know who he's going to see. Cause he old. <laughs> Nah, it's because he want to be like, because I want to hold that phone. Yeah, I'm going to just hook it up to the system real quick. Out the window. Um, number five. Number five. Must keep hands and feet moisturized at all times. What? Well, you know, moisturization is very, very important. Justin, did so you write this ad? <laughs> I don't want no ashy broads in my car. Uh, number six. Must be open-minded and opportunistic opportunistic right Ooh, i told okay. y'all he put an order out for a fuck buddy i want somebody to roll across the country me that i could just fuck like that's that's what this call was for it's a lot he of pretty much was just yeah he pretty much was just said i want someone who feel nice i want right. somebody to empty out my plugs so cream listen to our show after this man it's an ad for uh it's oh, a it's really an ad for just roadhead basically right he needs yeah, right. somebody to clean them pipes yeah, Num- number seven must be okay with periodic hand holding, perhaps during certain sensual songs and while walking yeah. into the festival initially. So what? you gotta hold my hand walking into the festival initially. Hey, you all this money, you can at least hold the man's hand. Just saying. The just key just word there is sensual. Right. <laughs> right. Woman that's old enough to be my daughter. 56 year old man. Uh, number eight, fingernails and toenails must be nicely painted and harmonious with general color scheme of outfit. Number nine, I will provide snacks such as beef jerky and peanut butter sandwiches. But if you like addition, if you have additional snacks and drinks, big bonus. <laughs> peanut butter sandwiches. See, you know what this is? This is exactly what oh, so a man she... who's been out of the game for a very long time would be saying. Oh, you know what? This is just indicative of somebody who's just like, I've been married for a lot of years, and I'm just getting back in the saddle. So uh, I just have this checklist of things that I want from a woman. I mean, you're never going to live up to this. This no, is never going to work. I, I think do. it's pretty easy to meet the expectation of snacks and peanut butter sandwiches. Yeah, no, so she but, can't but, scream. So everything on his, he's, he's making a, a, a bucket list of things that he was hoping that he could find a woman who'd be, be up for this shit. I'm going to stick together with all that peanut butter. It's going to, well, <laughs> from the roofies, he crushed up in it. Right. She's going to pass out. 
number 10 she can't taste the roof is in a peanut butter at least that's what they told me on the internet right that's what they don't tell you that it is from what? really it's really from bill cosby peanut butter Mm-mm. uh number 10 being social is fine but no excessive fraternizing with other male festival goers and most definitely no public affection with other festival goers violation of this rule results in immediate removal of tropic motor motel room privileges and maybe even a return ride yeah number 11 periodic moments yeah. of it so he said bitch i leave you out here in the middle of nowhere if you out here holding <laughs> hand, hold hands some other nigga yeah mm-hmm who the fuck is going on this trip i pay for my own ticket fuck you You're basically saying don't get too high right don't, don't have too much fun now don't you be out here looking at these men's girl uh number 11 periodic moments of extended eye contact okay number 12 allow me to brush your hair once per day not mandatory but encouraged you know what? I think this guy's just a romantic. Ooh, right. Mm, don't be really touching me, Grandpa. Come on, Cam. Weekend. <laughs> Give love a chance, everybody. No, don't be touching me, Grandpa. No. Oh, Christy. Hey. Away from Mm-mm. the women. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> and away from the internet, preferably. Just, just keep them off. Yeah, he go, I want somebody young that like old gray dusty balls because I'm not been out of the game for a real long time, girl. Get away from me. You guys don't love, you guys don't believe in love, man. Mm-mm, not that type of love. Nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't believe in it then. Nope. Mm-mm. Well, that's a lifetime movie in the making. <laughs> 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 number uh, 12, I mean, number 13, must not be into drugs. Pot, okay. Oh, so we can't do Molly? No heavy drugs you talking about. Number 14, must take a minimum of four photos of us together and post them on your Instagram account. (laughs) Oh, so I'm on everybody knows with this tender young thing. Yeah, he wants his Mm -hmm. wife to get jealous. Mm -hmm. Number 15, any person... Any personal grooming such as toenail clipping, eyebrow plucking, or lipstick application must be done in my presence. What? What, you a stalker? I don't know. Maybe you want to save the clips for something later. I don't know. Uh, number number two. Line up them cuticles. <laughs> he want he want to have it so he can get rid of know where all the DNA evidence is in the van. Oh, he gonna kill her out in the middle of nowhere. Now what you see then laughing? Yeah. Start scraping off your fingerprints. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see your eyelashes. Put that in the bag. We need to put this in this baggie. <laughs> want the police to see that? Um, Use the blue gloves. Use yeah. the blue gloves. <laughs> Number, um, oh, that's why she wipes out all the surfaces in this trailer. Right, yeah. <laughs> What's up with all this bleach? You just keep building over. What's up with all this bleach in here? It's a lot of, ooh, it smells like bleach. Uh, number 16, <laughs> at least once during the festival, you must allow me to carry you on my shoulders so you can see the stage better. Perfect time for an Instagram photo. No, oh, two for one. Number 17, at least twice during the festival, you must tell me in a playful manner that I am naughty. <laughs> That's probably the best one. Number, <laughs> number 18. Uh, romantic. Um, uh, yes. I mean, he wants to role play just a little bit. Brandon. Just a little bit. <laughs> What's the safe word? Uh, number 18. At some point in the time during the festival, you must tell me that you didn't know how this would go, but you're actually having a really good time. But if you have to tell me, then it's just in the script now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is Ooh, he filming no. like a, a rom-com? What the fuck? 
Uh, he's got a few endings. It's a choose your own story <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. And if you pick the wrong ending, it ain't gonna be good for you, girl. It's gonna be real bad. Number 19, at least once during our stay after your shower, you must use the steam to write a cute message on the bathroom mirror for me to file later when I shower. Also, y'all not gonna be showering at the same time. Well, that's optimistic. No, number 20, must be ready to party and have fun. Yo. My man just basically wrote the Creeps Manifesto. <laughs> yeah. It gets no creepier than this mm. whole... Yeah. This, that's, in, that's insane. He's, he's that's creepy insane. and creepy. Yeah, he's, and the title of this was Coachella VIP Weekend, One Pass Free for the Right Person, $1. So, question is, how many unassuming white women, actually very assuming, they have to have known this guy's a creep, uh, have answered this and said, like, yes... I will be I in that know. band with you. I don't know. I hope they brought some mace, man. I don't trust anything about this shit. This seems this seems very uh I mean, you might not make it back. You'll be in some bags somewhere over there in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, this seems horrible. Alright, let's get into um some uh fucking with black people, everybody. <laughs> just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game where we go all around the globe and we find different articles and we score them from zero to 100 intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with as black people today's contestants everybody well let's see who's fucking with us today guys um how about Here's one. Uh, President Trump is about to be elected, right? President-elect Trump. President Trump. Mm. President Troll. Mm. Um, Rebecca Ferguson wants to perform Strange Fruit at the Trump inauguration. She was asked to perform in the January 20th ceremony. She said she would. She's a black woman of color. She says, uh, but the only way she would perform is if she can sing Strange Fruit. Uh, she says, I've been asked and this is my answer if you allow me to sing strange fruit a song that has huge historical importance a song that was back blacklisted in the united states for being too controversial a song that speaks to all the disregarded and downtrodden black people um uh in the united states a song that is a reminder of how love is the only thing that will conquer all the hatred in this world then i will grac- graciously accept your invitation to see you in washington oh that got declined real quick yeah, they probably not gonna let her do it. Of course. No, no, I don't think they're gonna let that happen. Zero to a hundred, though, Karen. Oh, I'm not fucked with. Not it. fucked with it all. Okay, what about you, Brandon? Nah. All right. Uh, what about you, Justin? Yeah, no, no, I don't think that's what's from gonna the happen. pop-up trees. Yeah. Not all it is. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm a twenty-five fucked with because I'm still every time I hear that inauguration coming, I'll be like something in my soul be like i can't believe this happening i'm waiting for someone to hop out of like if the if the if the if the legends of tomorrow are real why can't they just pop out of a time capsule and be like no nigga i mean come on barry allen this gonna start the opposite timeline you know run barry run oh we are on the upside down right now y'all understand right, that, right? <laughs> yeah i feel like something happened and we ended up in the the darkest timeline yeah, we're in an alternate timeline. I want to go back to the nexus point and make that decision all over again. Okay, no, guys? This is, this is actually not the darkest timeline. This is the whitest timeline. It really is. Hey, what if we could take it? <laughs> here's, here's a time travel 
uh question for you guys you know how many white people the backlash against obama started the day that he said trayvon martin his son would look like trayvon martin if he had a son Mm-hmm. now i i don't know about you guys how i felt great when he said it like yes yeah it's real right it's some real shit what if for us not to have trump he had to not say that and never really acknowledge any of the black tragedies that happened on his watch would y'all rather him do that and we not have trump or would y'all still go i'd rather he keep it real and we have trump karen it's an audio podcast karen people can't (laughs) people can't hear you i was thinking i was thinking i was thinking well you know what I don't want Trump, so yeah, I really have not say anything because all the presidents before him didn't say shit, so he was just been keeping tradition alive. Alright, alright. What about you, Brandon? Yeah, I was gonna say, I'd rather he not say it because he's a writer. He's gonna write about it eventually once he gets out of the house. Mm-hmm. We know he's gonna write a huge book anyway, and if it keeps it from Trump, because that's the problem. We all, like, like these poor white people that voted for him don't even understand. We all are but. Mm-hmm. They didn't get to these roles. Like, him and his son-in-law don't give a fuck about them. They don't give a fuck about us. They don't care about nothing but money. That's all they care about. Uh, what about you, Justin? I say keep it real. Trump was going to happen either way. No, I'm saying if we knew in the time travel rules, it definitely Trump wouldn't happen. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah, definitely. we knew. We were like, this is the nexus point. We we hop out of the time machine. We in the over office and we say, listen, I know what you about to go out there and say, Barry. But if you say this shit, we gonna have President Trump in 2017. I know you don't think it can happen. It's gonna happen. What would, would you would you want to be able to go back and have that moment and make him say something different? You know the answer to this, Justin. I know the answer to it, but I just want to say, be real, Barack. Be real. Be yourself. Be yourself. But if it's gonna, if, if we're not gonna have Trump, I would I would tell you, you shut that mouth. You shut that mouth for you. <laughs> You know what, man? Uh, I hate to be the odd man out, man, but I think I told you just keep it real. Mm-hmm. Fuck this country. It's gonna, like, it ain't your fault, nigga. You just, you did your job. You know what I'm saying? What else was you supposed to do? <laughs> they was gonna view your ass as militant, you know, the second you said it. I mean, I, I, they was mad when the nigga said the police acted stupidly for arresting a man for breaking into his own home. Like, they was gonna be mad one way or another, but yeah, if I could go back to that moment, I think I still tell them, like, then we just gonna have to have president trump because what the fuck man i need i needed that feeling in my life at that time i never i'm taking right even speaking now i'm taking the feeling for granted that i had a president that would be like well that shit was kind of racist it seems like such a little thing but it mattered a lot to me you know at the time so i don't know i think i just had president trump unfortunately and truthfully it still does matter because you know he's gonna be the only president and we'll be probably be dead and gone to even look close to his his color yeah uh let's see here's another one rent a center tolerated racial slurs in the workplace rent a center still around oh, shit. yeah, yeah okay <laughs> yeah still around they ain't finished all them payments yet <laughs> <laughs> the state's division of civil rights for new jersey has filed a st- suit against the national retailer rent a center alleging the company tolerated racial slurs including the use of the n-word in the workplace (laughs) 
I like that they have to make a note for it for nigga because nigga is so powerful. It's like included, like, including the one we all thinking. They really said nigga, guys. I'm just letting you guys. Yeah, know. <laughs> it was not just chinks. Okay, they went there. They went there. Um, based in Plano, Texas, Renner Center has 2,600 stores in the U.S., including 40 in New Jersey. Attorney General Christopher S. Porino said the suit filed in the Superior Court in Camden focuses on alleged incidents at two Renner Centers. Um, the state says the company unlawfully discriminated by failing to prevent or remedy racial hostile conduct. Um, the state claims an assistant manager at the Renner Center store on Federal Street habitually used racial slurs when speaking to coworkers. The complaint alleges ah. that an African American employee reported the slurs to Renner Center's district manager and to corporate higher ups in Texas, but the situation was not corrected. And in the wake of her coworkers' report and a subsequent Renner Center internal inquiry, the assistant manager, who is Hispanic, kept her job but was transferred to a second Renner Center store on uh, in a different in a different uh part of the town uh but then she continued to be racist so it sounds like a black person said hey man i know you spanish but you can't be saying nigga and then she was like i can say whatever i want and then that black person reported her and then she got transferred to another store where she continued to be like can you believe that nigga got me fired and everybody's like oh god you can't do it here it's like the m version of the catholic church it's crazy. They just be transferring people around. I think they're gonna do the same thing. It's doubt. It's doubt, but with the Just send them over there. They won't do it again. I don't think. It's the. It's doubt. It's just send them to Wisconsin. Wait, wait. Did this happen? Did you say Camden, as in Camden, New Jersey? Yeah. I mean, when you start putting Camden, New Jersey, and anything, I'm just, I'm just like, it's pretty bad. I don't know if I can believe them niggas down there because that's the. Old, that's a crazy place that's one of the craziest places on the face of the earth it's pretty so, much ah. it's pretty much the plot the spotlight but with nigga yeah. <laughs> it's like we had to crack the case of renner center <laughs> how many people they moving around uh <laughs> you need a nigga to play the hulk to be walking around like i'm just so confused and all these all these stories keep coming up Mark Ruffalo just screams at his monologue like he does the spotlight. Yeah. They keep saying nigger and no one's helping him. <laughs> he help. We're not doing anything. The press. Right. Did you know? Uh, at any rate, uh, zero to a hundred, Karen. Oh, a hundred. All right. The employee and for Renner Center. And when you were saying the nigga, I was like, were they, because at first I thought you were talking about like a sales call or something like that. I didn't know you were talking about like an employee out on the floor on their lunch break. I was like, what were they saying to the customers? Nigga, you still paying on this goddamn bill? <laughs> Damn, nigga, you still ain't paying for this couch? I mean, you got to pay more than the two ninety nine. We we tell you a month. Come well, on. You know for a sure she, you know for 100% fact she called them, them customers niggas behind their back. Yep. Come on. That had to happen. Justin, what about you? Zero to 100, man. Oh, man. I, like I said, Camden kind of hurts it for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, nah, this, this, this is the 100 range. Gee, they, they, they're going hard on us. All right. hard on this. What about you, uh, Brandon? I'm going with a hundred, man. That's you. You can't. I, I've already hit rock bottom if I'm at a Reddit center. I, I don't need to be called a nigga too. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. That's true. I gotta give it a hundred too. Right. Gotta give it a hundred. Right. If I'm already gonna be paying for this uh, refrigerator eighteen times, you don't call me nigga. Come on. Yeah, they should have fired her immediately. Immediately, dog. You know what? It was probably a white person that had to make the decision, so they ain't understand. It's like, but she's brown. Can't she say it? No. I watch Fat. I listen to Fat Joe. 
Um, <laughs> that, <laughs> I'm sure that happens more often than we want to believe, man. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not from New York, so I don't got to worry about that. Didn't yeah. Blackish have a whole episode about that, though? About, like, who could say the N-word? Yeah. Yeah, and they're like, oh, some Spanish people could say it because it'd be cool and stuff. Yeah, it was. I mean, I don't know the rules, but I just know up in New York it's different. Yeah. Like down yeah, down yeah. here, it's not yeah, like that. Brain. Everybody just sitting there, yo, my nigga, da 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 da. I was like, you Jewish? Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Jewish. Yeah, it's Asian guys, Indian guys. It's weird, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah, you don't really have a lot of black yeah. people willing to vouch for that shit down here because yeah, you know very, it's a different history. Yeah, it's very different. You know. Rod's like, if somebody call me nigga, it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna be popping. Hey man, I pulled. Uh, I've had to pull a couple people to the side. Like, hey, what we not gonna do? <laughs> like i don't know where you from and how they do it, how they kick it where you at you know what's funny is uh whenever it's a white person doing it or brown or someone that's not black and they doing it and because they it's normally because they're with some other black people mm-hmm. I, i'll pull those black people to the side like I, I won't even talk to the person i'm like we're not gonna pay attention to him right now because he don't matter what's going on with your life what happened in your life that you thought this was okay right because you're gonna get him fucked up and that's not even fair to him he don't know Mm-mm-mm-mm. you done fucked the rules what up <laughs> what side are you on sir, brother yeah on like i've had to <laughs> have that conversation before i'm like you know your boy corny with that bullshit right um anyway all right so let's get into the next segment uh which i did promise yesterday mm-hmm. we're not gonna do white people news today Mm-mm. Instead, uh, we're gonna do a uh, ball alert. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I'm looking for a five star bitch talk about. You like she just stepped out of magazine. She ain't fly in an airstate, fly in a jukebox, wet in a hair, sunk by light. Gotti, here go 12 bar. Gucci, man, got nine car. We don't call them down no more. Oh, nah, we call them five star. Five star, nigga, that's a five star click. That's a 645. That's that new M6. Pay a bill, get a hell fix, might even pay a rent. And the way she give it to me, best money I ever spent. I, I can't even lie. Ha, I'm so super high. Ha, do not need her, will not keep her unless she is fly. Gucci, man's a thubby. Yo, man, is a scrub. See, she love me, now she love you, not now. All my bitches love me. If you in Atlanta, call a Gucci girl and beat me. You can find a five-star hotel, you can beat me. Five-star fish, that's a five-star. And that's a five-star. And that's a five-star. If your credits go high, beat your nails, stay fly. Keep your juice box wet and your head some fire. You a five-star. And you a five-star. All right. <laughs> yes. Uh, Groupie Tales, a night with offset of the Migos. Oh, shit now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is gonna be interesting. What a better way to start 2017 off than with a groupie tale. We previously had a tale about Quavo of the Migos, but what about his homie, Offset? Check out the groupie tale submitted below and let us know your thoughts. Disclaimer, groupie tales are submitted by our readers. We cannot confirm 100% accuracy of any story posted. Want to share your story? Email 11A at BallAlert.com. You can remain anonymous. <clears throat> So this is a group of tale about Offset from Migos. Let me start off by saying that the beginning is a little slow, but the juice is in the end of the story. Oh shit now. <laughs> yes. This was back in March in 2014. Oh, 
my best friend and i were on vacation in jacksonville and the day we met him was our last day in town we found a flyer about their club appearance and decided to go check them out at the time i wasn't as big a fan as i grew to be but shit it was our last day to party mm. migo showed up at like two in the morning however they performed hella songs so it was worth the price and the wait i like that she just put like a yelp review in the middle of uh <laughs> five stars the ambiance was so transcendent <laughs> yeah <laughs> that manager rail money stopped and talked to my best friend as they headed out of the door and gave him his phone number of course i'm egging her on to text him but she wasn't really going for it so i took her phone to shoot a text and he responded with the address to the hotel they were staying at we get there and him and a guy named domingo meet us in the Ah, lobby i was disappointed as fuck because i only wanted to meet migos and not somebody in that entourage we ended up splitting up uh wait we ended up splitting up me going with domingo and my best friend with the manager while domingo and i were walking down the hallway offset passes by and speaks of course i'm freaking the fuck out on the inside especially when he turned around and said i had a fat ass he kept on walking though Uh oh man street harassment work if you famous apparently yeah she was very excited about that you mm-hmm. would be some random niggas you were like uh excuse you i don't know you uh domingo asking questions talking about why my man would be mad if i laid down oh wait would my man be mad if i laid in the bed with him meanwhile he's sharing a room with some big ass security guard looking nigga that was knocked out snoring my response was no he won't be mad because i'm not getting in the bed with you after that he called himself having an attitude not wanting to talk anymore my best friend calls and says offset said he's about to come get me he comes to the room and we walk to his and this is where the story gets crazy oh shit now this man walks (laughs) this man walks over to the counter and just starts tossing all of his jewelry on the nightstand then snatches pants off grabs another pair then goes into the bathroom i hear water running for a while then he comes back with fresh pants on snatches the covers off of the bed and gets his ass in then starts fondling with his dick by this time i don't think they were ready for this technical foul technical foul right here Mm -hmm. did he go into the bathroom and wash his balls right quick he did it sounded like he did from Mm -hmm. the from the uh forensic evidence no. They, they might have been musty. He was performing. Why did he put new pants on? That's the question. Right, right. What was going on in the old pants? What was going on in the old pants that he had to go complete new pants? Sweat. Exactly. Mm. Chop full of shit, y'all. Chop full of I'm shit. Just saying. Go Could on. be a lot of reasons to change pants. None of them good. Ah! By this time, I'm looking crazy as hell. So I tell him I'm going to the bathroom. This man has his drawers on the floor. The hotel soap ripped open and a wet rag in the sink. Mm-hmm. A nut up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this sweaty balls ass nigga got some nerve trying to fuck somebody washing this with hotel soap and shit. I go back and let that nigga know we ain't fucking, and he says he already knew because he can look and see I wasn't in thought. He even said bitches don't even give him play like that. We just talked, and he seemed to be level headed. Although this was prior to those fights and probation violations later on that year. 
saying he got too much on the line to be fucking off by smoking weed but smoking cigarettes instead said how he hate the fame the interviews and performances but does what he has to do for his family i found out later that the same time all this was happening was around the time he was fucking with his baby mama ariel and that other chick he has a daughter with whom i believe was a fan too not too sure about that part before i left i realized this nigga about to try and fuck with a lifestyle condom meanwhile real uh, <laughs> i guess that was damning that was some yeah, damning I mean, evidence these niggas trying to fuck with a condom right i mean <laughs> lifestyle is not my preferred brand i will give you that but you know they do you know if you go up in the cost of the lifestyles like some of the higher end lifestyles aren't that bad but if it's like the free clinic lifestyles that's just how you get pregnant right i must say yeah lifestyle will change your lifestyle that need to be their motto right (laughs) meanwhile real money kicked my best friend out his room for not trying to fuck but before that gave her a whole band for gas money (laughs) laughing emojis fast forward to a few months later they ended up coming to my hometown for a show and those dusty ass niggas wore the same clothes in the club i was in to another show in rochester new york the next day the rich rich the kid ass was there without socks on and takeoff was so high (laughs) these niggas sound like transformers (laughs) offset takeoff (laughs) don't they roll out um, was so high he was stuck and gazing off instead of performing with everybody else i was right in front so when domingo saw me i guess he recognized me because the look he gave me was the same salty look when i wouldn't lay in the bed with him laughing emojis uh so as always there's comments they, they didn't even fuck this really feels more like a groupie wow. hangout yeah, where the yeah, juice at yeah. right the juice right. Was you lied. let's see what the comments say karina says that story was lame af besides the part where he took a wash up with hotel soap but other than that keep this lame ass story to yourself baby girl sherry p responded and said word <laughs> really now says so what was the point of this story yeah. Ray Lynn says, man, wasting my, this is all caps. Man, wasting my fucking time reading this bullshit. Damn, it just turned 2017 and y'all still wasting a nigga time. <laughs> Justin said, this is the corniest story I ever heard. Three question marks said, where is the juice at the end of the story? Because what <laughs> I read was flavorless. That size, what size is his penis? Did he come when he was jacking off on the bed? If he did, did it get on the sheets? The condom or your lips? What else did y'all talk about to prove that he was level-headed? Was he circumcised? Was his sweaty balls loose or tight? How did you leave the room? Well, you Were you kicked out? I need more details and the story to flow a little better. I know. Listen, all I want is to give me the blow by blow. That's right. what she wants. She wants the full, <laughs> the full action. I feel you. Priscilla Black says, I fucking love Migos. Little young thugging asses, but the niggas stay, <laughs> but the niggas stay dog mouthing hoes in their music. We can't be too mad. This is just a part of that lifestyle. You win some, you lose some, but she got a good ass story to tell if it's the truth. And if it is the truth, I'm dying my ass off. This is so funny. HNY118 and everybody else on this damn blog i don't know what that means me either nope 
her don says her and her friend got fucked bullshit story she lying trying to make herself look good bitch please you got fucked uh, okay uh, uh d says this whack she knew what was up from the jump should have never went to the hotel bitch damn oh, oh. <laughs> mm. they are mad they read all that mm. cherry p says lies oh shit my niggas mm. in the house <laughs> hating ass terrell jones back y'all for 2017 i thought man we thought we lost you hating ass terrell jones glad, glad to see you my friend he says <clears throat> I would have Cosby Joe ass. And then Jesus Christ hating Jesus. Straight out the gate with the just ridiculousness. Oh my God. I would have Cosby Joe ass. And then while you was passed out, I would have spread my ass cheeks nice and wide and placed my asshole directly in your mouth and had you tossing salad while you was unconscious. I dare you to do this. Uh, to a national treasure, bitch. Offset should have hit her with a left, hit her with a right, then knocked the pussy out like fight night. <laughs> then in parentheses he put basically assault and rape the bitch. Jesus. Oh, no. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with Jones? Oh. I like how he went and broke it down. It's like, guys, what I'm talking about here is pure assault and rape. <laughs> I'm like I wanted to catch a case over there. Yeah, just, like, literally a crime. I'm I'm advocating a crime, y'all. A heinous crime. Unlike the Craigslist dude. Yeah. <laughs> you say this is what I wanted to. The and then lastly, someone who spelled Migos wrong, M I O G S, says Miogs equal the Beatles. Why you waste all our time with this garbage ass story? You hating ass bitch. You know damn well you went there wanting to get some dick and was mad because he was passing you off to other niggas. And then when you get there, you get mad because a nigga is sweaty. Yeah, bitch, it's like 5 a.m. and he just finished working all night, you dusty ass hoe. Oh, damn. Oh, okay. Y'all was mad tonight. Mm. Anyway, that's, that's ball alert. It's your boy, yo, got it, I do grade A shit. I'm the realest nigga walking, and this the remix, and still out here looking for a five-star chick. If I catch her, I'ma bless her with a five-star kid. She a natural-born hustler, she ain't chasing no suckers, only bless a real nigga, she ain't never fucking busters. So your cars and your jewelry, that shit really don't excite her. Making assholes in the club won't fight her. She was born in the eight, with the school in D.C. Got a job in Dallas, Texas, and she moved to Tennessee. If you ain't a five-star shorty, go ahead and face it. Fake Gucci, fake Louis shorty. That'll make you basic. All right, all right. Let's get into the last game, guys. Yeah, baby. It was mad as hell, wasn't it? They were not having that shit. Jesus. Her story was not juicy enough. They didn't even, like, normally when... I'm to run a bitch. Normally when hating ass Terrell Jones say something fucked up, it's always like somebody to be like, come on, man. That's disgusting. They were so mad at her. Everybody was like, about right. <laughs> Make her toss your salad, Cosby. That's Jesus. terrible. Well, you know what? I got to say, though, at least he went in there to wash his balls, though. He did, right? He, if he didn't wash his, his balls, he pulled out a condom. So he was making right decisions. Here's the groupie trail trick that you got to know. It doesn't matter what you do. The people in the comments going to hate you. 
Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like it does, and if it sounds too good, they just gonna say you lying. So it's you can't win. Like if you say like, you know what? Uh I don't know, you picked the uh Kendrick Lamar picked me up in my room and took me out to the prom and we had a nice dinner and like a true gentleman he kissed me on my hand and and i went back to sleep and whatever they'll be like you ain't get no dick hoe you know like it's, it's nothing there's no way to win you, you ain't get no purse you ain't get no shoes right we made sweet sweet love what size was his balls you know <laughs> it's such an evil i know you gave kendrick some neck right you lie bitch you lie all right let's go to the guest race now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read and play news articles from all over the globe and tonight we ask our contestants brandon and justin from the movie wait medium popcorn niggas spoiling movie podcast to guess the race and the chat room plays along and they're racist and so does karen uh my sandwich my sandwich a father furious his wife took a bite out of his grilled cheese snack opens fire at her and is taken down in a three-hour standoff with police god damn mm-hmm. oh, I can take this one right away okay ross geller's infamous meltdown over a stolen bite of his moist maker in friends uh has been given a staunch competition from one baltimore man daniel brian blackwell 55 allegedly became so enraged that his wife ate some of his grilled cheese snack that he fired multiple shots at her on sunday before a three-hour standoff with the police wow blackwell's wife was making dinner when he allegedly fired a shot at her through the basement floor and into the kitchen after she had a bite of his sandwich. Oh, she went to check on him. <laughs> How do you go check on him? Check on- mm, yeah, if you fire a shot can, at me, I'm can, leaving the house. You can kiss my ass. Good luck. She will be in that house by your fucking self. Well, she went to check on him and found that Blackwell was surrounded by a number of guns. Blackwell's wife went upstairs and he then fired three more shots into the kitchen she and the couple's three children then ran outside no one was injured officers arrived at the scene around 4 45 p.m and brought the both a canine and a hostage negotiation team he barricaded himself inside the home for three hours before he finally stepped out onto the porch nearby streets were shut down as police asked neighbors to stay inside during the standoff pepper balls were used to subdue back blackwell uh who was wearing a holster of ammunition but was not carrying a weapon he was taken into custody they later found a, a load found a loaded lever action long gun with a chamber chambered round that had been just that had been left just inside the front door uh he was taken to the hospital for emergency mental health evaluation uh, and authorities don't know if drugs or alcohol were involved in the incident uh he has in charge of the attempted first and second degree murder first and second degree assault as well and he faces a number of firearms violations after officers found 15 guns four of them loaded inside his home due to prior assault convictions he is not legally allowed to own guns police obtained seven rifles four shotguns two pistols one revolver and a partridge in a pear tree karen (laughs) guess the race of mr what was his first name daniel blackwell white karen's going with white what about you brandon I'm gonna go away too. All right. Yeah. 
justin <laughs> justin well you know based off the fact that first that you know it was a three-hour standoff mm-hmm. i immediately said oh this is a white person but then you said it was baltimore i said oh that has to be a black then all right then mm-hmm. i i gotta go back with my first instinct of going white all right let's check the chat room everybody's going white so far you don't mess with a black man's food black grilled cheese and still alive definitely white you don't want to get in between a cracker and cheese white oh cheese what kind eh, it doesn't matter because cheese equal white <laughs> black eating grilled cheese for sure didn't react when she stepped on his jordans though white oh. a provolone colored individual <laughs> taken alive in baltimore after three hours must be a chesapeake cheesy to white oh. <laughs> chesapeake cheesy to sound like a fucking basketball a- team for white people only uh went for the friends reference instead of martin taking the live white man uh she got the wrong cheese on that sandwich has multiple guns come on dog white and white and white the correct answer is and everybody that said white you got it right yeah Mm -hmm. now a couple of you did say black definitely got it wrong okay guys yeah i mean he wasn't supposed to have no guns he had guns anyway mm-hmm. they did a fucking three-hour standoff shot him with pepper balls Ooh. Ooh. they tried to save his life too much karen come on it's reaching out too hard from the basement come on man i'm just wondering how the hell he knew that she <laughs> took a bite of his grilled cheese sandwich from the basement, so yeah, from the basement. The it's like he's got an alarm on it yeah <laughs> Uh, well that's his face right there guys oh they beat the hell out of him yeah maybe he got hit in the face with one of them pepper balls yeah probably from that three-hour standoff yeah because because if it was a brother they'd uh sent one of them um uh dogs no one of them them amazon floating robots down there and blow their ass up okay amazon floating robot (laughs) a drone yes okay i can't think of the name Uh, that's cool that's cool uh a florida woman beats up her ex-boyfriend for kissing her mom oh florida mm-hmm. only in florida guys wouldn't yep. it be in that the way as they say <laughs> it's the old people say a 19 year old florida woman is in jail after beating up her ex-boyfriend when she caught him kissing her mother who was sitting in his lap mm. Mm, that's a violation you guys ever slept with uh the mother of one of the girls y'all were dating oh hell no no mm-hmm. what about you brandon sounds like something no, that'd be no, up no, your... no, no, okay no. so i had something that'd be I up mean, your alley man i would be like oh, yeah oh, some I mean, of them look good sometimes yeah. like ooh, I, I see where you get it from your mama mm-hmm. but you ain't gonna like go for the mama because you want the you know the the, the bomb uh her name is <laughs> beninua bolton beninua bolton uh, she started to cry, broke in through the bedroom window, and pushed the victim over a chair, knocking him to the floor. When he tried to stand up, she slugged him in the head. Bolton and the victim dated for over a year, but they recently broke up. The ex had minor injuries to his arm, and his head was red from where she hit him. She was charged with domestic battery, according to Hernando County deputies. Guess the race of Beninua Bolton. White. Yeah. Doesn't that say more about her mom not being shit, though? yeah right like 
Ugh. I feel like her mom probably could have put some pressure on him. Like, if you don't kiss me, I'm going to tell my daughter that you, you know, robbed the house or you fucked me anyway. <laughs> I just you know, feel like. Sometimes we mean. I just feel like a mom would be like, no, you just date my daughter. I can't. No, we can't. No, all the dick in the world. Come on. There's it, right. plenty of people I can fuck, dog. Brandon, what about you, man? What race you think? Beninois, uh Benton, is that her last name? What do you think her race is? Based on that name, I'm about to go with black. All right. What about you, Justin? Hmm. I don't see there's a lot of interracial dating going on in Florida. Um, but she said when he when uh, his he was red in the head, I'm saying white. Mm, going white. All right, let's check the chat room and see what they believe. Black people can get red in the head, though. Not like that. We got uh, Indian in us. We always red. <laughs> it is Florida. <laughs> they do have the Seminoles down there. Uh, let's see. LOL. Um, honey, that's one spice, spicy Latina. You know that mama ain't hit 33 yet. Black. Oh, really dark night. That one hurt. Kung Fu fighting Asian. <laughs> I kind of feel this woman is my ex. Kiss my mom anyway. Boltons are white like snow. Uh, couldn't, couldn't trust him after he caught, after she caught him hit kissing her dog in the mouth earlier. Oh, <laughs> Sally from the Valley. Totally awesome white girl uh goes well with cheese cracker the first person to get cuckolded by her mom white Aww. clearly you've been in the wrong section of porn she's not the first uh <laughs> latina maybe latina redneck white girl this is just a normal relationship in trump's america white and Aww. hold them down baby let mama have them black the correct answer <laughs> is and anybody that said black or latino you were wrong also if you said asian you was wrong the only people that was right was everybody that said white <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's a hell of a name for a white girl she really? ain't ever gonna get a job for real but Ninwa? she been in her resume been in many trash cans oh yeah oh yeah her credit rating went down like a hundred points just ah! by the name alone yeah and she's only 19 man i mean when you 19 and your your mama kissing your boyfriend i mean that's just a bad look all around Ooh, yes, Ooh. Yep, yep. Yeah. she looking like a crazy cabbage patch down and shit <laughs> she like chucky mama yeah, I was about to, <laughs> about to say that. Mother of Chucky. She was like the mom of Carrie, yo. Yeah. She was the mom of Carrie before she put her in the closet. Oh, yeah. I was going to laugh at you. Yeah, she definitely she was. She uh, said, you going to have to fire me. <laughs> all right, all right. Last last, uh, last one. We're going to go to the bonus round. Now, Brandon's down. Come this on, This is important. Man. Here's the bonus round music. Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and the bonus round against the race. So far, Karen and Justin are two for two, and Brandon is one for one. But in the bonus round, everything's worth double. Maybe you can catch up. Double the trouble. 
a former south carolina republican congressional candidate was arrested last week on felony charges of unlawful theft of life lock life i mean of livestock uh though he contends it was part of a horse rescue operation curtis bostick and another local man were picked up uh by authorities december 18th and taken to three folks regional jail boston told live five news he believed that the charges would be short-lived the only thing i can tell you because it's outstanding it was part of a horse rescue operation he said and i think it's going to be short-lived and that's all i can tell you i was completely within my rights as the post and courier notes it's common practice in kentucky for horse owners to let their livestock roam free in search of grassy areas typically planted by coal miners to reclaim flattened land guinea grokey executive director of the advocacy group appalachian horse center told the post and courier that the rest recession hit in 2008 and some owners abandoned their animals occasionally outsiders would round up the horses to make some quick money grokey said and less often outsiders would attempt to find homes for the horses through a process that involved contacting local authorities and giving the owners 15 days to claim their livestock some people can get caught up in giving an abandoned horse a new home and that they don't take the steps grokey said and if you don't do that you're officially stealing the horse bostick served as interim and vice chairman on the charleston county council for 2001 to 2009 in 2013 he launched an unsuccessful bid to congress in the south carolina first congressional di- congressional district his court date is set january 23rd 2017 guess the race uh mr curtis bostick white karen's going white what about you brandon i'm going white as well justin stealing horses and shit i can't let brandon beat me so i'm gonna go white all right wow that's a strategic move <laughs> strategic chess move right there guys that's a, the master of the game after only two times uh <laughs> horse rescuers are always white says lucy horse rescue really white well within my rights that's something only white men say <laughs> uh the audacity of caucasity white <laughs> don king right that one uh horse thief white white dudes love sarah jessica parker oh white walker texas ranger knows how to legally steal white i'm gonna rescue these horses especially that sexy one over there white horses (laughs) horses are white people problems the correct answer is that everybody got it white yeah i won thank you guys uh sadly brandon came in third (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad that you delivered that right after where he just yeah i saw him try to sneak in and take credit but uh that's sadly yeah he looks like that guy (laughs) (laughs) the horses yeah he runs for trump why is he wearing his own shirt (laughs) it was so corny free curtis boss That shit is cornier than an NFL player wearing his own jersey outside, yeah. you know? Oh, God. Oh. He already had it ready just because he knew he was going to get into some shit. <laughs> right. He's like, just in case they arrest us, I'll have my shirt. Yeah. Like, no, guys, you gonna, you heard of me. I'm Curtis Bostick. I ran for governor around here, too. Look at my shirt. Oh, really? Okay. Right to remain silent. Okay. You can get it at my website. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, y'all know how to use Craigslist? <laughs> <laughs> These are my horses. All right. Last mm-hmm. thing. 
gotta talk about these swords guys That's how they dive in. Just that easy. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, like don't it. do that. Um a th- a thug stabbed a man with a samurai sword in a road rage attack at a shopping center. Oh shit. You know how these thugs do when they get them holding them swords, Karen. They can't help themselves. Ah. Get a little fender bender, next thing you know, you also gotta take a trip to the hospital. Apparently so. Afro samurai. Mm-hmm. He T bones you and then he really T bones you with a damn sword. Uh, a thug stabbed a man in the chest with a samurai sword uh in a suspected road rage in- incident oh maybe i can play this hold on this might be one of them articles that uh uh of course now wants to take his time all right uh here we go oh no nah, it's just a video of the crime scene nigga i don't want to see this um <laughs> linford white 38 admitted to wounding the 36 year old jonathan colthurst near a unit united carpet store august 22nd he also admitted possession of a bladed article and criminal damage in connection with the incident which happened around 5 30 p.m white of goswell street in wavertree uh denied intending to cause his victim serious harm and was sent to uh set to stand trial in february next year but the attacker today changed his plea to guilty uh he's accepting the more serious charge against him white with receding black hair and a full beard and wearing a black t-shirt appeared in the video linked to hmp liverpool he spoke only to confirm his personal details and to enter his plea during a brief hearing this morning gary lawrenson defending told the court his client was already being assessed for a psychiatric report judge alan conrad qc said i want the psychiatric report to address the question of dangerousness the judge remanded white into custody until his sentencing on february 3rd next year mr coathurst suffered serious injuries and was taken to the hospital after being stabbed in the left side of his chest with a sword that's what your heart is normally one woman working nearby told echo i heard a man was stabbed and he ran in the carpet shop for safety i didn't see him going in for an by but an ambulance came and i saw someone coming out with an oxygen mask on the incident is said to have started as a road rage incident involving an argument between the two men Mm-mm-mm. listen guys y'all be careful man people carrying these swords out here you know you want to tell them hey get over buddy or whatever next thing you know you put on a katana now you got to get the fuck out of there <laughs> your shit is real in these streets that's why i carry a, a mace with me wherever i go <laughs> there you go they can still cut through the sauce they can still cut through the spray no not that kind of mace he meant a mace oh. <laughs> brandon like why you why you bring, the joke. come on now brandon like why you bringing a rapper from harlem ain't he a preacher now <laughs> I, i'm with you brandon i was like what you gonna spray him in the eyeballs what's happening here all right guys listen if you enjoyed yourself many of you guys requested that we had these guys back on yes, you did. just yesterday you didn't know behind the scenes we was already working on it but yep um yeah get uh go out and check out brandon and justin's podcast man i listen to it every time it comes out uh you know great interviews and great oh i forgot to mention great interview with this porn star yes you know that time when brandon was uh high on quaaludes or some shit i don't know what happened to brandon he just like passed oh, out i was you know what it was right we recorded that because justin and tyler were in uh la 
Mm. They recorded like 7 p.m. their time. It was midnight here. I and my, my my girl, she was sleeping in the bedroom. My little sister staying in the spare rep bedroom. I had to record it in the bathroom. Oh. I'm half tired. I'm walking around in the tub. <laughs> it was just a rough episode for me. Yeah, I was like, what? I don't know what happened. To, like, let him go. It was. <laughs> let him I was like, I was happy when he got to go. He's like, all right, I, I just y'all finish it up. I was like, yes, that's get some rest, Isn't buddy. That when he was whispering. Yeah, he was whispering. Yeah, Karen heard yeah, some of that one. She's like, what's he whispering for? I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. So. I know he, he whispering. Like, he whispering like. Right. Um, guys, like, uh, actually, another thing to speak about Tyler Knight. I know he's actually, uh, if anybody's in New York, he's going to be in New York later on this month doing the book signing. Um, I, if you go to his Twitter, I know he's posted it on there. And, of course, his website, you can find information as well. There you go. Yeah, I had to check to be sure Brandon was safe. He was like, she's going to beat me. Yeah, it's gone, it's gone, it's gone. Uh, but yeah, it was a it was a great episode, man. Like I said, it was a great interview too. Yes, you, you know, talking about pornography and that dude, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And what shows do y'all have coming up? Yeah, so um, uh, I got I'm gonna be in Boston actually. Justin and I are gonna be in Boston this weekend. I'm gonna be hopping around some shows. Um, of course, checking out our podcast, me and Popcorn. Um, we're looking to try to do a live show eventually. Yes. Um, so hopefully that'll be uh, coming up soon. So. Follow us at Medium P Podcast and Twitter, all that. And then, of course, I have my Comedy Outliers show Saturday, January 21st in uh, New York City. Um, folks that are fans of the show, that y'all know I do that with Mike Brown. So definitely if you're in New York City, come check us out. You can follow me at Twitter at American Collins. Thank you guys so much for having us on the show again. No problem, man. Biggest pushes of our podcast. Yeah. Y'all definitely helped us like start growing our fan base and just we started getting the ears of a lot of people, man. So love, thank you so much, guys. We love y'all very, very much. And where are you at in Boston? Do you know the location? Um, I'll be all around. So just uh, follow me at American Collins on okay. Twitter, and that's, I'm going to have like posters with all my dates and stuff like okay. that. Okay. And uh, also, uh, speaking of Mike Brown, man, I just recorded a season recap of the OA mm-hmm. um, this weekend with Mike, and we had a good time. It's, uh, you definitely not gonna hear a recap like this, uh, nowhere else for the OA. Mm-hmm. I guarantee that. So, uh, you know, I'll put it out. I'll put it out for the premium people in the, in the next day or two. But yeah, man, make sure you guys support and follow these people. Yeah, and, ch- and check them out, y'all. They are loads of fun. If nothing else, for the theme song itself. It's the best theme song in podcasting. Ever. Uh, I sing. We, we, we put it on repeat. Like we listen to a bunch of episodes and I sing like I've never heard it every time. Yeah, it, every time. Start. Beginning <laughs> and the end. We sing it. We yeah. sing it with brand new, renewed vigor every, every single time. time. Yes. It's the perfect, it's perfect so fucking fun. song, man. Never gets tired. Mm-mm. Um, but yeah, so make sure you guys do that. We'll be back tomorrow and then Wednesday, I our guest will be mr span from the span report uh which i believe we're recording at seven that day so we'll see you guys then um until next time i love you i love you too